This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer, too. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Black and White, a Vampire the Masquerade duet chronicle featuring David Larkins and Desiree Valdez. You love this song so much. Yeah. <laughs> you love this song. This isn't visual, so we didn't get to see your amazing lip sync of that. This, why do you love, what about this song is so great for you? I don't know. It just kind of gets me lost in my emotions, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I you know. I you liked the um, other one, though. The. Hmm. What's the other one? Head to Toe. Oh, that's a good one, too. Another Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam Yeah. I mean, song. I'm not rushing out to buy their albums or anything, but... Thank God for Spotify. Thank God for Spotify, you know. I've been going through kind of a Miami freestyle phase lately, oh, so... Oh, cool. Well, yeah. all right, fair enough. <laughs> hey, this is very loud. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say very loud. So you it, want me to turn it's down loud-ish. your monitor? Well, speaking of which... Yeah. So we spent a lot of time... Um, you know, you all have heard me talking about how loud the freaking gain was and right and i'm over here going like i don't know what what's happening about. so then <laughs> it sounds fine to me yes yeah, so then larkins realized that oh like mine was cranked all the way up yeah. and his mic because our headphones are plugged into two different outputs yeah. and then and so yours yeah was like mine was on max it was on max so it was very painful <laughs> yes, it was. and uh that's kind of weird and then we found out that your cord for your mic wasn't working well so we nope. finally i was getting some weird it was uh just yeah, degenerate. It was a degenerate mic cord. So. Yeah, so now we're good. I think so. I think we're, we're sounding good. good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's good. It's not Sound, Sounding cute. Might delete later. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So a couple things. Mm. So you, you, yeah, you come prepared with notes. Only only because I re-listened, I was like, oh, God. Because I have notes about the game, and then I have notes about things that I've said. I see. Um, so we, oh, I have I have one note oh, that what? I just would like to clear clear the air a little bit. What? Um, I just want to apologize to all of our listeners because when I queued up that um, that particular uh, typo negative song, yeah, I, I foolishly I did it in the moment without really thinking about it, and you know that's that's off a ninety. Three, oh 92, 93 album. Okay. So we'll just assume that was a demo. That's what uh, I said it was. Yeah, so. We said it was a demo. Okay, good, good. We okay. didn't say who it was. All right, good, good. Who it was by. No, normally I'm very uh, careful about like, the I know, music I select. True. So yeah, it's, either, it's either something from li- that you know was literally already out at that time, or right. if I'm using like a contemporary band, that's an exception I make. 
Right. You know, like Mrs. Magician or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, apart from that. Um, yeah. No, anyway, you, that's, I just wanted to... do your Jake Gyllenhaal. And... I do my Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. All right. So you're what do you got? Oh, also one other thing. One other thing. What? Uh, just to the top of the top of the episode, shout out to the Just Ooh. Barbarian Things podcast. What, what? I think we've mentioned them before on yeah. the show, but if you're not listening to them, go check them out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, if you like them, some throw them kids. some bucks on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Us mountain time uh, actual yeah. play podcasts have yeah. to stick together. Represent high altitude gaming, man. Why should why should uh, people why listen? Why should we listen? Uh, because right now, at least, their format is also duet gaming. Oh, that's right. With Rainy and Ringu. That's so, right. Um, if you so like, if you like duets, if you like our patter, yeah, I think you'll like their. Although patter. she's the one running the games. That's right. It's kind of a flip. No, it's not a flip. It's just she's <laughs> running the games. There's no flip about it. Don't get it twisted. Uh, oh. Don't don't flip it or twist it. No, it's just she's running the games and she's a really really good GM. Yeah, excellent in fact, and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, and they do a whole wide variety. They, they do. They do World, they, World of Darkness. Yeah, they do D and D. Yeah, Eberron and and whatnots. So so check them out. And what is it called again? Just barbarian things. That's yeah. just barbarian things. Mm-hmm. Once again, just barbarian things. <laughs> Please check them out. Okay. You gotta say it three times. All right, good. Yeah. So that the people brain. listening on their commute will remember <gasps> oh. it. All right. Um, okay, so please. Oh, things to clear up. So there were a couple things getting back into the mix. Some lazy things that were said. Oh, my God. Uh, what? Not as lazy as my typo negative slip, I'm sure. But... Oh, it was so lazy. <laughs> um, check your, check your lazy. Um, yeah, I did check my lazy. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Wait, what's the opposite of... Energetic. Energetic. And la- lazy is a straight-up trait? Yes. Energetic and lazy. And Pendragon? Yeah. The game Pendragon. Once Check again, out Pendragon. that game is Pendragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. So the things I wanted to clear up really quick. Yeah. One is I said gender confirmation surgery, and I meant gender affirmation surgery. And I oh, think really? I corrected myself in the moment, but I just want to make it really clear. Well, thank you. I didn't. I was not Gender aware. affirmation is the is the right thing to say. Okay. At this point in time. Duly noted by me <laughs> in real time. Yeah. So. Gender affirmation. And oh, yeah. not everybody needs to have gender affirmation surgery if they're trans. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. That's just me being a former, well, I guess a sexuality scholar. So. Once a sexuality scholar, <laughs> always, always a sexuality <laughs> scholar. <laughs> so, yeah. Wanted to clarify that. We also oh. mentioned the Algonquin uh, people. And I think, actually, we meant the Iroquois, a.k.a. Yes. the... Um, Haudenosaunee people. Yes, I was trying to. I, I that I had heard that there's a new, there's a preferred like indigenous yeah, so term, it's, term it's, for it. And yeah. I was trying to pull it up in the moment and I couldn't. Yeah, Haudenosaunee. So, and I didn't want to get distracted. Right, not um, form, formerly Iroquois. Yeah, because they had the, they had the Iroquois League. They had the Iroquois Confederacy. A lot of people yes. would say that. The Haudenosaunee people were the folks who actually gave us the idea to have like 13 colonies and like yeah. kind of that layout There's and like varying levels of scholarship. Right. Government structure. Check it out, folks. Yeah. Do it's your, an ongoing discussion. Do your own research. And so, <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to say we meant we meant that Louis probably interacted with the Iroquois. Yes. First of all. Haudenosaunee people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because they were highly structured uh, and still are to yeah. this day. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can see why the Ventry would have, you know, as yeah. we discussed at the time. But you, you know. don't have to take my word for it. Go check it out. Do your own research. That's right. Seriously, if y'all were watching Reading Rainbow growing up, 
reading rainbow, reading rainbow with LeVar Burton. <laughs> and like, he would thing. always say that. You don't have to take my word for it. And I have to say that is one of the most subversive yeah. things that was planted in my brain as a child. True. And I think it's like, yeah, don't necessarily, like he's saying it, but check it out for yourself and see what you think. Think for yourself, but don't take my word for it. See. What like happened a, to the music? Oh my god. Oh my god. Lost emotion okay, again. so I think those were all the things I wanted to clarify mention. Okay. I don't think there was anything else. Oh really? Oh, oh. I thought you had more. Well, season eleven of Drag Race. If you are watching oh this god. season. Jesus. If yes. you are watching this season, holy shit. Y'all need to be watching this. And if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. Oh my god, what is going on? I had seven hours of sleep, baby. Yeah. I am like so keyed up. But no, seriously, season 11 of Drag Race has been unreal Uh, on so many levels. And if you have thoughts about Evie Oddly, if you have thoughts about Silky Ganache, mm -hmm. if you have thoughts about, you know, Vanjie, our fave, Mm -hmm. one of our faves, Mm -hmm. and Brooklyn Heights canoodling, please, I want to hear from you. I won't hear from any of you. Okay, go on. Probably not. I keep trying. It'll be a brief tweet. No, there will not. No one will watch it. Anyway, it'll change your life if you watch it. That's all I'm going to say. Probably for the worst. No! (laughs) Why would you say that? That's not even funny. Oh, my God. All right, now the tone has been brought down. All right, is that all you had? That's all I had. Okay. Oh, uh, and then we'll get into our game stuff. Yes, that would be the idea. Wait, how much time has gone? (laughs) Let's see. 15 minutes later. Oh, no, we're only eight minutes. Okay, good. Thank God. All right, skip, skip to this. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> hi, we're playing Vampire. Hi, and we are your Vampire Duet Chronicle podcast. The and... original LA by Night Chronicle. <laughs> the original LA by Night. Yeah, we're burying this. We're burying the lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're the original LA <laughs> Gee, by I Night. I wonder why they have a bigger audience. Uh, well, we're not going to talk about that. So, <laughs> we are the original LA by Night nightlife podcast and yes. we are here to say that we are back with Aaron mm-hmm. I hope you all were just as excited to see what he got up to as I was because I had no idea what mm-hmm. he was doing and they still kind of don't because moving into this okay so there's a couple things I would like us to expand upon okay we got a lot of great flavor last last time mm-hmm. build up a good fond if you will Yes, the bottom, bottom of that pan. pan, just like deep and dark, delicious. So now we're ready to deglaze. Let's deglaze this shit. So what I wanted to say is um, a couple things I need to know from you. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting on this. Okay. So I just, I don't want to talk. I just want to listen. Taylor Dane. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can hear that body rock. That's right. Okay. So, so what was Medicine Snake like? What are some things that I need to be aware of? So that I can play Aaron as, as best as possible, being in the state of having diabolized medicine snake. Okay. That's so one do, piece. So do you want me to write down all these questions, then we'll come back? And... There's just two. Oh, give me a scratch paper, oh, please. Scratch. Thanks. Thank you. There you go. Okay. For all so, the out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So medicine snake, what like? What is he like? <laughs> what are you like? <laughs> yeah. You what, mate? What are you like? What are you like? All right, and What's then... What's he like, anyway? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> carry on. Don't listen to me. God, don't listen to me. All right, so <laughs> the second part is... You're a terrible role model. <laughs> I'm not here to be a role model. Oh, my God. I'm here yes. to play a game. All right. Uh, the second thing is, mm-hmm. so how? what things have come down Aaron's um, trajectory, or come down his way, or come down... 
what things have come up while Aaron has been the Baron, his Aaron-y, as mm-hmm. it were. Yes, that's right. The Aaron-y of, of West L.A. Uh-huh. What is, what's happened where he's had to make decisions as a Baron? Has Jeremy visited him? Have they had discussions? What has, that, what okay. has happened there? Because I want to know what, how Aaron will know how he will be received if the next time he goes to a rant. If we're doing a rant, I don't know. Well, but, it's coming up. Okay, so I want to be prepared so that I know, like, he's made decisions, people have agreed with, people have not agreed with. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the things that I'm curious about. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Definitely. Um, what else? I still haven't made my Sim. Well, I have made a Sims version of Aaron's place, but that was like a year ago. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, and when did you do that? God only knows. Y'all, it's been tough. I don't know about you guys, but I think April is like ridiculous. Yeah, it was a mistake to launch the Chronicle in April. It was a big mistake. <laughs> if okay. you're listening to this in real time, apologies oh, for the God. gap since the last chapter. We're so bad. Our schedules have been nuts. You know, I, I had my screen time update today. It shows, you know, what, what apps you've used. Oh, uh-oh. And so I was running those playtests earlier this week for, you know, mm-hmm. a thing, a, system, a thing I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And so I was using a dice app roller when I was doing it. 11 hours. I used that dice app for 11 hours. That means I was doing those play tests for like 11 hours. At least. At least. Yeah. At least. Well, it's a full-time job, bro. Yeah, I know. But still, I was just, I was surprised. I was like, yeah, no, wonder, use... no wonder that felt so draining. I mean, to be rolling dice for 11 hours, like, that's one thing. It's one thing to be writing for 11 hours. No, it's another yeah. to be rolling dice for 11 hours. Yeah, yeah. So you've done a total of like, had that open for 11 hours. Yes. And you're just using it constantly as a play tester. You know? Well, that's, that's the thing is that. I had it open for eleven hours, but there had to have been times when I didn't have it open, right? Because oh, I wasn't, course. I wasn't like constantly no, rolling no, no. the dice. You were, you were so it was eleven it. hours plus whatever, like you said. Yeah, you know. no, it's... crazy. Yeah, you're very busy right now. I am, you're but we're boy. back in it, and we're going to build up a little uh, head of steam here. I think, oh, ideally. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, I hope so. Mm-hmm. That's the intention. So yeah, God, for for the love of God, you need to get episodes in these people's ears. I know. Just right up in those ears. All right, so so those are your those are your two questions. Those are my two for right for now, but I'll probably have more. Like, where did Arena go after she's like, okay, here's Louie. Can I spend the night? And then, bah, boom, gone. Now, I know yeah. she's a Ravno. I mean, a Ravnos. Ravnos. <laughs> Plural, singular. Uh-huh. And uh, so she's a Ravnos, and so I know that you know I expect her to like Vamoose, but yeah, I'm just like, what what's she up to? Yeah. I always like, where's Arena? She's, right. she's a very captivating character. She's the Poochie of our Chronicles. You've, you've played discussed. her very well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. She's the Poochie of our Chronicles. <laughs> if you don't know what Poochie is, look it up. Yeah, right. I, feel, I feel sorry Don't take my word for it. That's, oh, God. All right. Bring Full it circle. Right, bring it back around. All right, so you want to know about Medicine Snake? I would like to. Yes, I would like that very much. Okay. All right, let me. Yeah, let me. I was just about to say, let me. uh, Since we're kind of transitioning into the actual game. (laughs) The actual game. What is. Are we going to start playing this or what? What are we going to start playing? We've been playing the whole time. The whole time. Winter phase counts. It does. Hashtag winter phase counts. Oh. (laughs) I expect to to see that come back to bite me in the butt. No doubt. Whenever we start, pick that up again. Oh, yeah. Okay, the dog is almost done with her chew, so you better hurry up. Oh, God, no, no, no. 
Okay, let's see what we got here. Just looking you had for some really, good. really good music last time. What the hell did I play last oh time? Oh my god. I don't even remember. That's not good. These are all... No, that's not going to work. Wow. You forgot? Because it was really, really good. Was it on YouTube? Ah, it was a soundtrack. Ah, I just remembered. Okay, yeah, good. Got oh, it. Jesus. I had, to, I had to pull that back. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you got it. Do some See, for chiro- me, it would chiropractic on my brain. <laughs> brain chiropractic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just snap that back in place there. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, here we go. So, sorry, I didn't do the crossfade. I know you like that. So, anyway. Uh, I don't even care at this point. I'm not even expecting it. Beyond caring. Medicine snake. Oh, so we're in. We're in. And we're in. We're there. And we're in. Okay. And we are 15 minutes into the session, so there Good you go. Good job. All right, so Medicine Snake, um, he yeah. um, was originally a Nahuatl right. person. Mm-hmm. He was born within a year or two of Cortez's uh, conquest. Oh, So he was damn. born right after that happened. Was he mad about that? Um, he was, because he was his parents and grandparents... Um, you know, filled him with all these tales of the former the glory. The way it used to be. The way it used to be. Not just the way it used to be, but like really kind of like we used to be the top dogs kind of thing, oh. you know? Hmm. Like very sour grapes, <laughs> you know? Uh, like, <laughs> but, but I mean, in terms uh, of like losing the empire, like. I think it would be very, not just, I think it would be very bitter. Yeah. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. So I went for bitter instead of sour. So. Mm, okay. And well, salty. It's both. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's bitter. It's the bitterness that anyone would experience from a from being conquered and, you know, having your entire society collapse out from under you. But it was also the sour grapes of having lost an empire. So it was the emphasis was on the lost glory of this empire. Like everything know? that they had acquired and yes. and built over time exactly. was now being was completely swallowed up apart. and yeah. degraded by right. The Spanish, yeah, right. Like all the, all the, you know, all all their their um, practices are being yeah. suppressed. The rituals, rituals, and their gods, and yeah. So, so they told him all about that. Yeah. So from Just an early, he was a little kid. Yeah. So from an early age, he kind of had this mm. vengeance uh, streak going in him. Mm. Um, he, you know, sulkily and quietly resented the growing um spanish colonial presence you know and the priests yeah you know and um and he wished more than ever that to be able to just go back in time and live amongst his ancestors to talk Mm -hmm. to his ancestors Mm -hmm. live in happier times so um yeah so that's that's the um the wedge, if you will, hmm. that his sire used on him. So who was his sire? Okay, so his his sire is a bloke named... Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's a bloke? It's a bloke. He's a bloke named Pochley. Oh, Pochley. Mm-hmm. Pochley. Oh, Pochley. see, I thought that was Medicine Snake's name. No, Medicine Snake is... Uh, let's see. He is... Pocoatl. Oh, Pocoatl. Pocoatl. Yeah. Pocoatl. Yeah. And Pokli was his... Or, I'm sorry, Pacoatl. 
Pacoato, which is where he got Paco, Paco from. Okay. So he'd go by Paco in the modern Pacoato. 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 And then Pokli. Pochtli. Okay. Um, so was his sire. Yeah. What was his Giovanni? How did he become a Giovanni? Nobody really knows. Um, yeah, I love that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. We don't have to know every goddamn origin story. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Seriously. But you, it's cool but, that it's mysterious. Yeah, but Aaron had a vision of him. That yeah, was that uh, vision. Yes. Of the, oh, I remember that very well. skull face. During the uh, acid trip the orgy. Yes, yes, the mummy skull. Yes. Oh, wait, maybe the mummy skull was when he drained him. Might have been, yeah. Both, or both. Maybe both, yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so Pokli offered him means to achieve the ends of speaking with his deceased an- ancestors and having his revenge on the conquerors. So he, um, he, he initially satiated that vengeance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of became a terror on the the local spaniards okay but as he mastered the arts of necromancy he spent more and more time communing with his ancestors Mm. and um did that for quite a while but then sort of came back into concerning himself with the real world uh when uh when the sabbat um moved into mexico Mm -hmm. and uh and that kind of brought him out of his, out of his long, you know, yeah. seclusion. Right. And uh, what year was that? Um, I mean, it's um, you know, I actually don't know when the Sabbath moved into Mexico, but we can say certainly no later than the mid twentieth century. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So he's only been around for like in terms of modern, like, like he kind of got pulled out of his weird little. Yeah, like figure he spent probably the first hundred years, um, mm-hmm. you know, as as a more typical vampire, yeah, preying on Spaniards and yeah, just being kind of a doing the, doing the Lord's work, doing the Lord's work, getting yeah. his dots in that necromancy path. Nice, you know. Okay, and then yeah, probably, probably like in the seventeenth century, sometime. Seventeenth, um, okay. You know. Because, like, Conquest of Mexico was 15... Uh-huh. Something, something. Something. Early 1500s. 15... Let's just say 1515, somewhere uh-huh. around there. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, definitely by, like, the mid-1600s, he would have been pretty much out of the game. Because mm-hmm. he would have been just communing with his ancestors, you know. Where was he living? Like I'm imagining he... probably, probably, like... You know, in the crypts under a temple somewhere. Yeah. You know, like he found an old temple and yeah. just inhabited that. A really remote one. Yeah. And people know. would, if they walked by or did anything, they'd just feel this weird feeling of like, that's fucking evil or haunted or whatever. Yeah. So they'd cross themselves like every time they would mm-hmm. encounter it and get the hell out of there. <laughs> and then, the, ooh, maybe he was awoken by some like, you know, European archaeologists. Ooh. You know. I like that. And he drained them, uh-huh. of course. Yeah. And then, but then it was like, oh, well, like, because he, he'd like probably slipped into torpor eventually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, well, let's go see what's going on. Yeah. I bet he would notice their clothes were different. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they had like different like implements or tools and yeah. like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So it's time to kind of wake up and get the hell out and exactly. be part of the world. Mm hmm. That's cool. I like that. Cool. Works for me. Good. Um,. So what are his main drives? So 
he had sociopath and then what was his what was his um demeanor um let me see here just one second Oh yeah, well that makes sense. So the Sabbath, the Sabbath gets into Mexico through the because of the La Sombra, who are Spaniards, right? Largely, mm-hmm. then the Sabbath arrived along with the first Spaniards. Oh, yeah. Oh okay. So but there was a Giovanni among them. Um, at first, La Sombra, using their ties to the Spaniards, used to claim the city, Mexico City, as their domain, defending the city in New Spain in general against encroachment from the Setites and Giovanni who were major players in the lucrative slave trade of the era. Oh, so they were just there anyway. Mm-hmm. When the La Sombra were distracted by territorial conflicts, the Camarilla used the opportunity to use ghoul proxies to insert themselves in the city, slowly wresting control away from the La Sombra while attacking the financial backers. La Sombra contacts within Spain itself. So I'm picturing, like, so the Giovanni and Sedites were already there, like, mm-hmm. in some capacity, and mm-hmm. so then the La Sombra <laughs> Clinging arrived, to the bottom of the ships. Basically. <laughs> and so then the La Sombra show up, and they're like, hey, ah, nobody's here. And then they're like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. There's Giovanni and Sedites that we need to like spank. Yeah, so, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So that so the Camarilla actually uh, controlled Mexico for a little while, I'm not but not very long. Yeah, fuck no. And then, <laughs> and then um, Sabbath got it back in the 1800s. Okay. All right. Uh, Second Sabbath Civil War. Blah blah blah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, I think he probably missed out on most of that. Oh yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that he belongs to a branch of the Giovanni that served the Sabbath. Right. So. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't think he, he necessarily had much clan um, loyalty no. to the Giovanni. No, it, it doesn't seem like he would at all. Yeah. So there you because, go. Because, like, he has, like, this whole strong background of, like, his ancestors and, like, them. Like, that's his family. Yeah. As opposed to what his clan would be. Mm. He wouldn't consider his clan his family. Yeah, yeah. It's just a working relationship. <laughs> you know? Working relationship, yeah. A- absolutely, yeah. I agree. Cool. Okay. So okay. does that does that fill you in? Are, are you feeling... Mm, that gives me some history, but it doesn't give me like the personality. Okay, you wanted to know... I want personality. So his nature was sociopath. His demeanor was judge. Judge. So read the, the judge demeanor. Okay. Oh, he was actually embraced in 1603. Okay, well. That's interesting. <laughs> well, sir. Yeah, well, I mean, he was he was born after the Cortez expedition, which I'm trying to get the date on here. Let's see here. Cuba. Conquest of Mexico, completed by 1521. Well, oh, it was close. Right. It was close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he was born, he was born like a generation after that. He was born in like the mid 1500s. Yeah, but that still makes sense. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just saying like his parents were the ones who were born like while that was all going down. Mm-hmm. So his grandparents were the ones who had like the direct memories, but then his parents, of course, would also have augmented grown up with their own version. Version, you know. Okay. Which would probably have been even more kind of exaggerated, you know. Yeah, so. definitely. Um. Okay, and... Demeanor, judge. Demeanor, judge, yeah. Because he, um... Yeah, he was just a... He was a chief lieutenant. He was a chief lieutenant for this for this bloodline, which is called the Pisanob. Oh. So... What does that bloodline do? Okay. So that is the branch of the Giovanni that I was referring to. Um... Family of necromancers centered around Mexico and South America, allied with the Giovanni, led by Pochtli. Mm-hmm. Um, 
originated from Aztec necromancers that were embraced during the 16th century mm-hmm. in order to preserve their unique traditions from extinction. Even today, the Pisanov style of necromancy, as well as their rituals, remain different from the main clan. Okay. Um, although most of their temple havens in the Mexican hinterlands <laughs> yeah. remain secure, many outlying Pisanov havens in Mexico have been compromised. Mm-hmm. Between unchecked rampages by the Sabbat and underworld conflicts with the resurfaced Harbingers of Skulls. Wait, what? Oh, wait! (laughs) The Pisanov were beleaguered even before the crippling maelstrom in the spirit world, and half their phantom servants were destroyed in instant... Well, that's all. (laughs) Uh, The only reason... Moving on. Let's see. What maelstrom? What maelstrom? Who maelstrom? Who maelstrom? Um... In secret, the peace and nob fear that Gehenna has come. Oh. To answer this threat, Pokli has revitalized Aztec sacrifice ceremonies to some... Oh, wait, what? Appease things that will arise. Is Pokli still alive? Of course he is. <gasps> Most peace... Oh, wait a minute! So, what... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Most peace and nob who know of this keep it a secret because they fear retaliation from the Giovanni family that would surely destroy them. <laughs> Great. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, never never go back to Las Vegas. <laughs> well, well. Although, I don't know. Actually, Shlomo might thank you, right? For what? For taking Killing out one him. of the peace and nobs. Yeah, but now uh, I have, like, now I have his, uh, his spirit inside of me. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah, so does that does that fill you in to a certain extent? He's yeah. a necromancer, you know. He's out for himself and, his, for himself. and his family. Yeah. Cares about his family, cares about his ancestors. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gurgle, gurgle. Gurgle, gurgle. And, um, yeah. I don't know. Anything else? That's it. Okay. All right, so on to the next one, which is kind of a larger... <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. No, I'm, just, uh, not, I'm not laughing at you. All right, I'm not laughing at you. All right so you want to know? Wait, I wanted you to read the judge demeanor to me. Oh, please. Of course. And then, because I kind of know what the sociopath is. Yes. My name is Judge. My name is Judge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. The judge perpetually seeks to improve the system. A judge oh. takes pleasure in their in their rational nature and ability to draw the right conclusion when presented with facts. The judge respects justice, as it is the most efficient model for resolving issues. Judges, while, the, while they pursue the streamlining of problems, are rarely visionary, as they prefer proven models to insight. Engineers, lawyers, and doctors are often judge archetypes. Kindred judges might gravitate toward enforcement roles in local society, or they might be a voice of reason in an otherwise radical coterie. This is wild because basically judge and sociopath like Paco having those nature, that nature and demeanor. Mm. It's complete opposite of visionary and eye of the storm. Those Mm. are total opposites. The sociopath is the one causing the storm. The (laughs) eye of the storm is right in the middle. Just like, okay, maintaining their cool. Right. The judge is saying, this is the way it is because this is how it always has been. And we are maintaining this and this is proven. And the visionary's like, there's this whole freaking other way to look at it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? I did not. Oh, you're just intuiting it? I love it when that stuff happens and you don't even 
and yeah. tend for it. That's, it's even, that's what's even more exciting. To that's me. so cool. Yeah. So that's pretty. So I am Aaron. I Aaron is is very. <laughs> yeah. Is is totally at odds with himself. Yes. He's completely. Yeah. Schizophrenic in that way of just being yeah. completely. Cut down the middle. It's rough. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Or Jekyll, if you will. Jekyll. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> and like, it's a it's a total like, like you don't know what you're going to get on any given day. Nope. How strong is this Diablo? Like, is Diablo like a condition where mm. it's like a chronic condition where sometimes it'll flare up more and then other times it can be suppressed a little bit more? Like, I, that's kind of how what I... What is the way that you're interpreting Diablo? Well, that's, that is, that is more or less how I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it is. Or, or you could liken it to, um... Uh, compulsive behavior where it's something that's maybe not always um, like dominating you or, or forcing you to do things, but occasionally you have to do it, you know, only if certain circumstances are per- trigger yeah. things will trigger it. Yeah. So what would be some of Paco's triggers? Mm. I think anything having to do with family, mm-hmm. you know, anything family related, good but or like- bad. <laughs> Yeah, like loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that smacks of colonialism, you know, uh-huh. would be a rage trigger. I yeah. think. Rage, rage. Mm-hmm. R a e g. What do you think? <laughs> like rage. Anyway, no, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? Let's see. Um, Those are three biggies. Those are three biggies. These seem to be my rage trigger points personally as Desiree. <laughs> well, no comments. Uh, <laughs> I based Paco on you, darling. Have you been, have you been communing with your ancestors <laughs> Always. through certain necromantic rituals? Not, no, not the necromantic rituals, but yeah. How many dots do you have in necromancy personally? Negative two. Aww. Yeah, I don't have any. All right. I'm somehow disappointed. All oh. right, so... <laughs> Um, let's see. Wouldn't it be better if I didn't tell you? That's true. It's for my own protection. It is. You can't know the step kid. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so let's see here. Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking in terms of like a a trigger for like the sociopath, like what would trigger the sociopath, uh, nature? Well, there's not enough blood being spilled. Hmm. Is that really sociopath though? Yeah. You have to kill the most people at any given time. Really? Yes. Oh, well, that's to get to, for the willpower. <laughs> that's all I'm focused on. I know. I need my willpower increased. Because I, my willpower is... Yeah, whenever you're the greatest contributor to a body count. Seven. Seven. All inferior things, both living and undead, should be exterminated in order to bring about a harmonious existence. <laughs> okay, Thanos. What? You like... <laughs> Yeah, what kind of bullshit is that? You likely feel no remorse when you kill. <laughs> On the contrary, you are doing glorious deed for society. Some right. vampires are critical of your violent nature, but you sometimes manage to sway them with arguments like, Darwin would agree that I'm only hel- helping nature or long. Who wrote that? And only the stronger shall survive. That's not, that's a misinterpretation of it Darwin's. Is. Well, yeah, it's what a sociopath would do. He'd twist Darwin's that's right. words. Okay, so basically... If you're beneath me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I would. 
Okay. Well, I think that that covers it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Feeling good. All right. So your second point was what? what's going on with the admin of this barony, basically. There is that too, and I looked at my my character sheet, and I have seventeen experience points to spend. Oh. Are you okay? Uh huh. Yeah. Are you Are you finally gonna raise that dex? <laughs> My dex is already three. It could be better. Uh yeah. Considering how often you get into tussles. Mm-hmm. No. I'm a tussler. You are. Just call me Mr. Tuss. No, I won't. <laughs> I shan't. I decline. <laughs> All right. So so yeah, the barony. <laughs> yeah. All right. Politics. Okay. Politics. Let's get into it. All right. So get basically, yeah. Well, basically, well, it's actually not in your face because Jeremy is a very hands-off guy. He's just basically like, run your barony however you want, as long as it doesn't cause any disruptions. Has he ever visited me? Maybe like once. And what happened? Just that to go? see, just to see how you're settling in. I've talked so much shit about Jeremy to everybody. <laughs> He's used to that. He is. Yeah, he doesn't care. You love Jeremy. Ah, uh, I aspire to be him one day. No. <laughs> I aspire to be an ineffective leader of a revolution one day. <laughs> Crippled and fettered by my own ideals. Um, <laughs> That's not... <laughs> uh, so, so... Anyways. No, he's used to that he's and he doesn't visited care. Once. He visited once. Well, he he would not go? he would definitely not count you as an ally, obviously. No, he shouldn't. I'm going to go against everything he says. Oh, my God. You're just always voting him down at the rants. Pretty much. Abstain. Yeah. Denied. Yeah. 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 Because, like, he, he just so, like, he just let sit by and let everything happen to Karen. So as much as Karen was a disgusting person mm. or disgusting kindred mm. and did a lot of fucked up shit, like, he and Salvador just didn't do anything to help. Mm-hmm. They did zero. Mm. And I just found that to be very just unfair. Mm. Okay. Well, um, very <laughs> he, well. He disagrees. <laughs> Obviously, he would disagree, but uh, you know, he'll uh, he'll happily debate you on it over a cup of blood at Taste of L.A. No, he's never there. <laughs> That's all you know. <laughs> he's, what, he's busting tables in the. That's right. He's just wearing a fake mustache. <laughs> His name is Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. It's I, Jeremy. I've been here all along. It's Jeremy. Jeremy Jeremy. Oh my god. So, um yeah, he's he's pretty hands off. Um So, yeah, so it's kind of like, I mean, the anarch thing is a little um I mean, that's just kind of how it is anyway, you know, like uh, it's up to you to okay. maintain the masquerade, but whether you want to like subscribe to the traditions and that kind of thing or not, you know, like no. And I mean, all my do you, travels. Do you care about people hunting in your domain? Do you want no, them because to come I will, and present I w- themselves to you first? I will beat their asses down if they do anything out of line. Right. They but, have to know that based on the sheer muscle. But <laughs> why are you laughing? The sheer muscle. Just, Why are you laughing? Just look at these guns. Um, <laughs> just picturing Aaron flexing as he's saying that. The sheer muscle. <laughs> Who would so, he be telling this to? Just talking to himself in the Just having an American Psycho moment yeah, in the mirror. Just, yeah. uh, I have to go return some videotapes. Yes. All right. So I think like... 
I meant that seriously. Like, yeah. like people know what he's done, correct? Or no? In I know I don't have what? a credit rating in terms of all of the shit that he's done. Like, mm-hmm. like people know well, about... Well, I gave you some da- thoughts and status, right? Yeah, Petrodon. Mm-hmm. They must have heard that the grapevine cock robin met his end. So you, you have two dots and status, correct? Um, yes. Okay, so that represents, yes, people have heard of you. So they know. Uh-huh. And there may be some whispers that dia- some diablerie occurred mm. of some type. Because how could he be so powerful? A he's campaign. He's so new. Yeah. So I think that there's some, you know, gossiping, which we've talked about kindred love gossip. Of course, your infamous sire flaw still applies in a certain way in yes. that people also knew about Karen and they, the, you know, something we've never really addressed in terms of the fact that nobody ever, um, you know, they, the, the fact that people just allowed Karen to kind of live in that little bubble yeah. For so long. I know. Something we've never really addressed as to why, why? that might have been. Why was that? It's because they might have been afraid of her. Yeah. Because they would have known that she's a very powerful gangrel. And she's like, best not to mess. Like, just, just leave, leave her, her alone. alone. She's As long as she's living in this weird little <laughs> fantasy world, she's harmless. And then it's you like, know? oh shit, she procreated. Yeah. And now it's like, uh oh. <laughs> she created a child. We got to do something about that. <laughs> So, okay, I like that. Yeah. But so that's scary too. So mm-hmm. whatever Karen, whatever weight goes along with Karen and her, and then her like absolutely scandalous death um, and the Hunter connection too, I would want to steer clear of Aaron if I was just a random caitiff walking around the streets of LA. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I do not want to cross paths with this guy because. That explains he, why there's so many homeless in West LA at this time. Why? Because there aren't, aren't many vampires there to prey on them. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Like the ecology of the vampire <laughs> well, ecology. There's been a disruption in the food chain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there may be a lot of people steering clear of West LA. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, I, I like that idea. Cool. I like it too. Okay. Um, Do you think some people would just like some more traditional kind of kindred? I think people who are who are seeking the anarch states seeking kind of refuge there that they wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, we should go talk to whatever Baron is here. Would they? Mm, you know, it's a good question. Um, yeah. Think about it, won't you? Thank you. <laughs> well, they might go to Jeremy since he's kind of perceived as being the, the you know. He's part of the barony of the angels. Head mine, among equals. Mine butts up against his. Yes. So does Muhammad's. Yep. And so does Salvador's. Yes. So like, but he's the hub. Yeah, well, he was the he was the guy who is credited with you know sparking the the anarch uh, takeover of uh, L.A. So all right. I mean, he's got a he's got a quite a checkered backstory himself. I know. So, anyways, um, so do you go to the rants? Yes. Absolutely. Because it's also like a way for me to kind of throw my weight around, be present. Like I'm not going anywhere mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> like I was gone for a while, mm-hmm. but now I'm back. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I wasn't gone for a while, actually. It was like a couple weeks. <laughs> Felt like forever. <laughs> Felt like months and months. No, it was it was <laughs> like two and a half months. That's still like missing. Yeah. I missed one rant, mm-hmm. you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, so true. I think I've been able to go to most of the rants. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, it's like literally on the south end of your territory right since it's at lax right so it's at lax <laughs> and nearby yeah yeah it's in okay. a converted hangar yeah so 
Okay, yeah. so yeah, I would definitely show up and just be a presence there. But some months, you know, some rants I would be like very, a little bit more outgoing. Mm. Other rants I might be just more like just standing like in the back with my sunglasses and like <laughs> wearing all white. Mm-hmm. With my slick back hair, you know, just not talking to anybody and just leaving first, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, nobody's throwing dog collars at you now. Or yeah, flea collars. Flea collars, yeah. <laughs> so, um, cool. Now, you had some dots and retainers there too, right? Speaking of showing up at Rance, do you bring anyone right. with you? Coyote yeah. comes with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, How very gangrel of you. Yeah, my coyote is with me. And then, um, no, I mean, I don't really have any other retainers. My well, band, how many, how many my dots band, do you have in retainers? Well, it's a lot, but <laughs> so four. So you literally have four retainers. So my bandmates. Are you going to count them as retainers or are they part of your herd? The part of my herd? Yeah. I don't really have any. Like, who? who's a retainer? It would be ghouls, you know. Those are my bandmates. They ghouled them all. Okay. Okay. That's fine. So so your bandmates are your are your ghoul, are your ghoul retainers, not your herd. No. How many dots do you have in herd? Three. It says band here, so. Okay, I would change that. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> Changing it back now? Yeah. No, I, I, I you know. If if you want the if you want your band to be retainers, then. But what's they the can't. point of that? What? How can they? Unless you flush them out. You literally have three ghouls under your command okay. at all times. All right. Yeah. Band. And yeah, you should flush them out. I should. Yeah. I'm yeah, not. You're... I'm not creating NPCs, am I? Excuse me, Miss Monster Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> create a new NPC. Add yeah. a new one. Uh-huh. Add a new one. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's it's up to you. To uh, define your retainers and okay. your and your ghouls, right. your herd. How many did you say you had? Three. Three. So that's um, like a dozen or so. So, I mean, is that just like groupies and hangers on? Is it like what? I think at this point in time, yes, mm-hmm. it would be groupies and hangers on. Because mm-hmm. there's always like people around, people right? People who want to get a piece. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen vessels. Okay. Yeah, people who want to get a piece. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to take a piece before you give a piece. That's right. Okay. All righty. Cool. So, excellent. All right. Um, one, one way that your that um, retainers would function is like kind of being um, sort of a spy network for you. Like they would bring you news and information about your... What's going on in the area, you know? Okay. And um, there'd probably also be some other kindred that do live in the West LA area. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, obviously sort of pay some level of at least lip service to you. Really? You know? Yeah. Because they're technically they're not you know any anyone who who is in your barony is there at your uh, discretion, like you can tell somebody to get the hell out anytime you want. Has anyone given me problems? I don't think so. Not in, it's only been a year or so. And the kindred in West LA are they just pretty chill or fabulous or both? <laughs> pretty fab. Um, one second. All right. All right. All right, we're back. I had to go grab my copy of L.A. by Night. So, according to this... Jeremy's a dick. 
It says right here, Jeremy's a dick. You're West... right to hate him. <laughs> Under West Los Angeles, it says four vampires live in the barony of West Los Angeles now. Who are they? Well, well I'm one. No. Hold on. Because it says it's... It's not talking about you, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. This is written from the from when Louis was Baron. Yes, I'm fine. And um, I'm good. Okay, and so that would be one. And then Louis? his his three brides. Oh, they're all gone now. So that was the four vampires. So let's see what it had to say about West Los Angeles under Louis. This will be this will be handy because then helpful. then you can define how yours is the same and how yours varies. Okay, okay? cool. I love it. All right. Although the kindred of the free states call the areas controlled by specific gangs baronies and the leaders of these gangs barons, this is really a misnomer. The barons of L.A. bear very little resemblance to their medieval counterparts, except in West L.A. Louis Fortier, a ninth-generation ventru, runs his territory as if he were still in medieval France. If he has shown proper respect, he can be very easy to get along with. In fact, he is far more accommodating to other kindred hunting on his lands than many of the other barons. On the other hand, he can be absolutely ruthless to kindred who he feels have been disrespectful or ungrateful. Oops. From (laughs) From his mansion in the hills of Bel Air, Louis controls Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, Pacific Palisades, Marina del Rey, and Venice. So those would all be areas that you control. Some of the most valuable real estate in the world. Mm -hmm. The other three kindred who live in the barony are all Louis's blood-bound mistresses, and each is a remarkable woman as well as a striking beauty. Louis also maintains, except for that one, we all know. Uh, Louis, Marielle. Oh shit! Louis also maintains a small army of ghouls who act as both retainers and scouts. It is very rare for anything to go on in West Los Angeles without Louis's knowledge. He is far more involved in the economics and politics of his area than most barons. His ongoing control of the businesses in West Los Angeles may explain the relative economic stability of that region, in contrast with the insanity of the rest of the L.A. area. Oops. Uh-oh. Well, you know what's funny? Yeah. What was going on around this time? Uh-huh. Recession. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Many of the local landmarks are the communities themselves and, of course, the famous California coast. The coast. 103.5. The coast. The coast. It's 63 degrees on the, the coast. coast. One of Cal- they would play, like, it wasn't smooth jazz. No, it was, it was like um, soft, soft rock. Soft, soft rock. rock, yeah. The best of, of yesterday and today's day. adult contemporary soft rock. The coast. The coast. Coming up next, a full solid hour of Loggins and Messina. Oh, yes. Um, okay, so one of California's main attractions to its long oh is its long stretch of coastline. Mm-hmm. Southern Californians enjoy a worldwide reputation for spending hours at the beach, hell yeah, surfing and perusing other apparently idyllic I- activities, pursuing other apparently idyllic <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently idyllic okay, you activities. Know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? This person sounds like they have not spent an Easter Sunday on the beach, and it shows. Yeah, Noah does. Because I would say. <laughs> That would be an that's an awesome way to spend Easter Sunday. <laughs> Some of you Go didn't to the grow beach. up spending Easter Sundays on beaches, and it shows exactly. Like it's the best. Uh, what What else are you gonna do? Like people in the Midwest, you go to the lake, right? Sure. People go to lakes. Yeah. We go to the beach. Come yeah. on, you get, come on, come Apparently on. Apparently idyllic. I mean, you might get eaten by a shark, but who cares? <laughs> you might get a suntan. Who cares? You might get a jelly jellyfish burn. Who cares? Jellyfish you just pee burn. on it. It's fine. 
That's probably Stop not the squat sound. really quick, and uh, yeah, you're good to go. No, you pee on the burn. You don't pee on the... Just pee. <laughs> unless, it, unless it, like, burnt your junk, and you just... You involuntarily start pissing yourself. What? What's going on? Oh, I just thought to Google the, the author of Ellie by Night. <laughs> He's a native still Californian. Ar- still around. <laughs> oh, good. I'm a producer, designer, instructor of interactive experiences of all kinds, from handhelds, is... from handhelds to theme parks. You're talking about games? And a fairly brilliant GM, according to my players. Fairly brilliant. He's humble. He is. All right, Noah, you're humble. It's all good. Thank you for writing this book, by the way. Yeah, good job, Noah. Even Did if you're job. being shady Even about if you're beach super activities. Sh- yeah, it's fine. There's some of us from LA who don't always like to be in the sun. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he uh, like many tabletop RPG designers appears to have transitioned to a career in video game design. Well, good for him? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Is he from? Where is he from? Uh, that's what I'm not finding De out. Donde? Where are you from? That's what I want to know. Yeah, where are you from? That's right. Where are you from? All right. Uh, anyways. That's important mm. to know. At regular intervals along the coast, there are small communities of famous names like Venice and Malibu, consisting of little houses and apartments built right on the sand. Yes. Santa Monica. Tell us something we don't know. The popular ocean resort also... This popular ocean resort also offers Palisades Park, a cliffside spot high above the Pacific Coast Highway and perfect for strolling, picnicking, photography, and painting. Yeah, it's really... Uh, you guys, if you haven't been to L.A., you got to go to Santa Monica. It's very beautiful. Santa Monica currently has the highest vagrant population in the city. That's true, too. Making it a favorite hunting ground for L.A. kindred. Well, that, that's a little... That's something I think that we could problematize. See, the, a, core, a core conceit of vampires is that there's always a place that the that vampires refer to as the rack. And the rack is like the place in the city where you can go to hunt where people who disappear aren't going to raise an eyebrow. So I would, I would submit that Santa Monica probably qualifies as a rack. Skid Row would qualify as a rack. It's it's it, basically shedding a, a dark light on to the, the the fact that most people don't give two shits about homeless exactly people. It. That's exactly homeless or other marginalized groups. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like a, 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 a mentally ill. Oh yeah, sure. Although racks generally are a little larger, like so it would be. Well, like, I would just say there's people in the streets who oh, well, are yeah. mentally ill. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah, should yeah, be yeah, hospitalized. Yeah. Sure, and sure, sure. Not. But I'm just saying, like even even a place like um, at this time period, uh, Watts or Compton might be considered a rack, just because mm. nobody really cares if some black kid goes missing, except for the people in that neighborhood. But nobody's going to listen to them. I'm still don't, you know, and yeah. still don't, yeah. yeah. But especially at that time in right. particular, you know. With, well, it was right before with the riots, Daryl Gates, and, yeah. you know, and everything, you know, like oh and god, the, uh, what, what were they called? The crash. Crash Division or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Yeah. A lot of history there. Oh, yeah. All right. Venice. Originally founded by Al- Abbott Kinney, a native of New Jersey who had to move west for his health, the city was designed around a 15-mile network of canals based on those in Venice, Italy. Unfortunately, in 1930, many of the canals were filled in, but some remain as a memorial to Mr. Kinney's artistic vision. Further down the economic scale and southward from Santa Monica, Venice Beach is a laid-back community of aging hippies Unemployed actors and beach bums, famous for its bikini-clad bikers and roller skaters. Yeah, like the opening credits of Three's Company. <laughs> that's in San Diego. So. <laughs> but it sure looks like Venice it Beach. It definitely is Venice. <laughs> um, L.A. Story, the Steve Martin movie. Yeah. Set on Venice Beach. And Christopher Isherwood's, uh, oh shit, A Single Man is set oh, really? in Venice. Hmm. Um, that's where he is living. Hmm. Or he had 
there were things going on in Venice in that book, which is an amazing book. You should read it. Ah, Venice. A single man. A single man. Single man. Single man. Single man. <laughs> single man by Christopher Isherwood. All right. Marina Del Rey. Definitely an upscale beach community, the marina, mm-hmm. sports colorful Cape Cod style buildings along the harbor that house trendy shops and restaurants, including subsidiaries of famous Italian eateries in San Francisco. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I never went there. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, North Beach light. Yeah. Oh, God. North Beach, San Francisco. Beverly Hills. Century City. No, Beverly Hills. This world-famous city, which is separate administratively from the city of Los yes. Angeles, which surrounds it. We're our own little thing. Is a, you. is a favorite place for some of the wealthiest people in the world to make their homes. Yeah. North and south of Sunset Boulevard, which winds through Beverly Hills, are huge mansions and estates. Mm-hmm. Farther south on streets such as Beverly, Camden, and the infamous Rodeo Drive are the wildly expensive boutiques where the rich come to spend their money. For an idea of what a shopping trip in Beverly Hills can be like, see the recent film, Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost yourself a sale. Before the revolt. Whatever she says. Yes. Before the revolt, quite a few vampires made their homes in Beverly Hills and surrounding areas. Really? But since then, Louis Fortier has permitted no kindred to take up permanent residence there. Which is funny because that's where Karen was living. Remember? When? Oh, in the 60s? No. Karen decided to have that established her home there. Oh, yeah, after after, after moving out yeah. of Calabasas. Mm-hmm. That's true. But that was after Louis's fall, right? Yeah. So there you go. It was fine. So have apart other... from Karen, this would be something been, to like, think about. But it's like a year. Like, who has... Have people been like, oh... Year now, and a half. Now that people... Now, like, once Louis was gone, I wonder if people were like, fuck it, Karen's not going to pay attention. Or are they still scared of her? They probably stayed the fuck away. But in the years since so she died... So now that she's gone, they know she's... But, is she re- again is she really dead yeah, like we well, don't know she's on a slab somewhere in a refrigerator yes. but it's just like uh we have kindreds like wormed their way into into the area <laughs> suddenly there's all these vampires like touring homes with real estate agents you know <laughs> after sundown <laughs> like opening closets looking around mm, mm, yeah. it's all it's dark outside yeah is it possible to have a nighttime showing mm-hmm. always um so that's something to think about Okay. Is how you've how you've uh, dealt with that, how you've approached it. Well, I'm living in Santa Monica. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I we... don't really give a fuck. Like, there's a part <laughs> of him where it's just like you know, like if a vampire's wealthy enough to live there, mm. you know. Anyway, go on. Go okay. on. Go on. Go on. Arm and Hammer Museum of Art and Cultural Center. Yeah. Located in Westwood, the village community that grew up around UCLA. Isn't that the... Yeah. Yeah, UCLA. The museum is heavily funded by the wealthy industrialist whose name it bears. It often hosts exhibits of valuable antiquities yeah. in addition to its excellent collection of paintings mm-hmm. by such masters as Rembrandt, Van Gogh, and Monet. It also houses a Da Vinci manuscript with over 360 drawings, as well as unknown to the creators, several stone tablets containing untranslated fragments from the Book of Nod. I like, I like that idea. That's cool. Veterans Memorial Cemetery. Mm-hmm. While L.A. is the home of the famous Forest Lawn Cemetery, a much, as we know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a much more understated and moving tribute to the dead is located along the San Diego Freeway in West Los Angeles. Acres and San acres. Diego, does it mean the 405? Yes. Sorry. That's very we old just, school. We do not call them by those names. No, that's like, old school, man. That Call them by, uh, by their... That's that's where the the comes from. I know. Right? No, I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like... I would only hear way older people say it that way. Well, 
He's not that old. I mean, he was obviously an adult when he wrote this in 1991, so... Yeah. Never mind. Gotta Gotta be pushing 60 at this point. (laughs) Noah, we Uh, love you. (laughs) Noah, we love you. Come on the show. Come on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Much more... Okay. Acres and acres of identical white headstones mark the final resting place of men and women who have died in the service of their country... It is a silent and eerie place, even in the daylight, yeah, possibly is. because of the presence of several restless spirits. Why are they restless? What, what are you implying, Noah? University of California at Los Angeles, <laughs> UCLA. What, what? One Ruined. of the best-known universities in the world. Yeah. On a beautiful campus spread across four, 420 acres, oh, UCLA, don't. Don't do that. UCLA enrolls more than 34,000 students a year. Yeah. Well, that's where Amy Patterson was accepted to UCLA oh. to get her history degree. Oh. Notable areas on campus include Schoenberg Hall mm-hmm. and Royce Hall, where yes. concerts and theatrical productions are open to the public. Mm-hmm. Edwin W. Pauley Pavilion, a major sports complex which housed some of the 1984 Olympic events. Hmm. Franklin D. Murphy Sculpture Garden, which includes oh, yeah. robust bronzes by Henry Moore. Robust. Mildred E. Matthias Botanical Garden, eight acres of native, subtropical, and exotic plants. Cool. A place young women are always cautioned not to walk in alone. White Art Gallery, which hosts major art exhibits all year. And Anderson School of Business, not much in the way of architecture, but ranked as one of the top business schools in the country. During the third week of November each year, the city is gripped by college football fever as the UCLA Bruins and the USC Trojans play their annual game. More than just another round in the Pac-10 conference, this game takes on monumental proportions in the minds of the students who raid each other's campus in attempts to vandalize the school statuary. Even the kindred are gripped by this fever. That's right. We talked about this. And several final deaths have been attributed <laughs> to inter-school <laughs> rivalry. I, we were I'm going to punch your fucking head through those field goal posts. <laughs> We were picturing that Louie was a Bruin, like he had Bruin pride, and like, mm-hmm. and Marielle was going to UCLA, and like. That's right. But yeah. he, but technically, he would be more with USC. Yeah. So I'm think thinking so. Marielle was more of a Bruin, and then and then he should have known Louis she was, was a traitor Trojan. just from that, and that he was a Trojan with the yeah. USC guys. So I don't know. We can attribute that final death as well. <laughs> All right. She's like, I'm sick of your fucking USC <laughs> promotion. Ah. Sick of your constant Bruin bashing. Mm-hmm. That's much better. Thank you. Self-Realization Fellowship Lake Shrine. Mm. Located in the ritzy neighborhood of Pacific Palisades, the shrine consists of a 10-acre site with a lake and a wallless temple housing the Gandhi World Peace Memorial. There's also, <laughs> there's also a bird refuge, a sunken garden, and various scale model buildings representing the five major religions of the world. That's kind of cool. I don't very know that. LA. That's not very LA. That's cool. It's only a model. Uh, here's Century City. Oh, there we go. Just west of Beverly Hills, this is a combination of <clears throat> high rise office buildings and a massive shopping complex, all occupying several city blocks. Yep. Was built by optimistic developers as the mini city of the future. Yeah, that's true. And that's where uh, Aaron's uh, agent, that's right. Olivia, had mm-hmm. her offices. Law that's where that shootout happened. That's where the shootout happened, yeah. Law offices abound, as well as doctor's offices and the high-rises, and in the expensive Century City Hospital complex on the south side of the area. ABC built a huge entertainment complex, which includes several large movie theaters and the legitimate Schubert Theater. Mm-hmm. The Century Plaza Hotel is home to travelers from all over the world. The themed street names, 
Century Park East and West, Constellation Avenue, and Avenue of the Stars give you an idea of what to expect. I mean, if you were to travel... Wait, oh, what? Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go on. No, no, please. If you were going to travel to LA, like, as a tourist, like, I can't even imagine how you would navigate it. Like, (laughs) like you'd have to buy... You'd buy... You'd have to rent a car Mm. and drive around. Like, that's all you would have to do is just to get in it and, Mm. like, do that. Because the public transit's so terrible. It's really nothing to speak of, and... Mm. It's not easy to get around unless you're driving. Yeah. So that's mm. wild. That is wild. Um, the Century City Shopping Plaza has movie theaters, major department stores, trendy boutiques, bistro-type restaurants, and a huge parking complex that is often used for movie car chases. Yeah. The second parking lot shootout in Into the Night was filmed here. <laughs> the second parking lot shootout. Okay. Don't be confused with the first one. No. Bordered on the north and south by major streets, Century City is close to Westwood, Beverly Hills, and West Hollywood. And is also very popular with the kindred. Why? Because of the bistros? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, the bistro. <laughs> they want to bring out their inner beast, bro. <laughs> beast, bro. Los Angeles Mormon Aww, Temple. That was pretty funny. Moving on. Ah! Los Angeles Mormon Temple, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Right. Perched at the top of a 257-foot tower, the 15-foot-tall golden statue of the angel Moroni. <laughs> appears to call the faithful to enter one of the largest Mormon temples in the world. Right. The sanctuary itself is closed to non-Mormons, but tours are given to the rest of the facility, and the vast genealogical library is open to everyone. Right. And lastly... Don't say that the Church of Scientology is part of my parody. No. Good. Culver City. Oh, yes. Culver City is home to a number of movie studios, but this isn't a new phenomenon. Some of the first movie makers attracted to the area by Christopher built their studios here. You knew that. I know. <laughs> NC's studio was built in 1919. Other film companies that have settled into this part of West Los Angeles over the years include Selznick, DeMille, Culver City Studios, RKO Studios, Hal Roach Studios, United Artists, Desi Lu, Laird, MGM, Lorimar, and Sony. Uh-huh. The Culver Hotel was once owned by John Wayne and Red Skelton and provided housing to the little people during the filming of The Wizard of Oz. Culver City was That's also... Culver City was also the location of the burning of Atlanta sequence in Gone with the Wind. That's right. They had to um, they had to keep the crane really low. It's because like basically you know the whole thing. Oh, not the burning of Atlanta. Sorry, I was mixing that up with the with all the dead people in the field. Oh uh, yeah, that's but right yeah. before that. Right. Yeah. Cool. Which was Val Luton's idea, by the way. That's right. Yes. Anyway. Shout out to Val Luton. Oh, Val Luton. Check out his films, man. Yeah. They're freaking amazing. Okay, so so that gives Are you a tour. Play? Are we gonna play <laughs> that, that's, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's the winter phase. So that gives <laughs> you an idea. Wait, yeah. 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 So does that give you a good uh, overview? Yes. Yeah, it's very helpful. Okay. Yeah, it's very helpful. Okay. Any other questions? I don't think so. But, okay. oh, yeah, my other question is like, so what decisions have come down my way that I've had to make, you know, having this barony? Um, it's been fairly quiet, fortunately, for you uh, the last year. Um, <clears throat> nothing, nothing serious. I mean, you've been keeping up with the rants, as you, as you stated. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't... Other than just kind of setting policy... Well, you know that the, the policy would be like do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because there's a part of me that's like if some kindred come in here and there's more kindred and it's eating the rich, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. There's like a the Paco side of me it's like fuck mm-hmm. it. Yeah, let them tear it up. Yeah. Uh, make their lives miserable. I don't care. Okay. So, 
And I think with Aaron, like, in terms of, like, his thoughts on it, it's probably more like his non-Paco thoughts. It's just, like, live and let live. <laughs> yeah. If you cross me and you make me mad, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're just doing your thing and you're discreet, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, most most of the drama is still going on in in East and South Central LA with right. the ongoing proxy wars between the Crip Sons and the Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, I could share this with you. This is something that actually, the one time Jeremy came by to visit. Oh, yeah. He he shared with you what a copy of the uh, founding documents of the Anarch Free States. Oh, which is called the Status Perfectus. Okay. So this is how it goes. All right. <clears throat> Being a declaration of principles for the self-governance of the kindred of the free states. We, the kindred of the free states, do hereby declare that we and our progeny and all kindred who choose freedom over oppression and liberty over tyranny of all clans and generations have as an inherent part of their being the spiritual substance called libertas, or free will. We further declare that, as we have freed ourselves from the bonds of mortality... So must we free ourselves from the forces that would rob us of our libertas. Not only must we continue to struggle on our own behalf, but on behalf of our brothers and sisters who continue to be robbed of their libertas by oppression, ignorance, and fear. The anarch free states are the political expression of this struggle. In choosing to free ourselves from the political tyranny, we have also chosen to embrace our own libertas. Stop saying libertas in there. Oh, God. And that our and that our brother and that of our brother and sister kindred anywhere, everywhere rather (laughs) anywhere and everywhere for these reasons we the kindred of the anarch free states meeting this day in solemn convocation do hereby pledge ourselves to the following principles one we declare ourselves to be free and independent owing allegiance to no creature and no organization two we declare our ability to rule ourselves with no prince no primogen and no other ruler other than what we choose for ourselves three we declare our kinship with oppressed kindred everywhere and offer a home to all kindred of all generations and clans who will agree to live in harmony with us. Four, we further accept our responsibility to our oppressed brothers and sisters everywhere and pledge to assist them at all times and in all places in their own struggle for the freedom that we declare to be the birthright of all kindred from now until the end of time. Five, we recognize our responsibility to maintain the masquerade and pledge to protect and defend it. Six, Hmm. we establish the status perfectus and recognize its duty to all kindred. Hmm. So they're cool at the masquerade. Yep. Because it protects them. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy shared this with Aaron. Yeah. And Aaron believes a lot of it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, he's like nodding along. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why it's like, whatever you all want to do in this barony is fine. Just maintain mm-hmm. the masquerade. Eye roll. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... So I think maybe you had like two situations where there were like minor masquerade breaches, you know, like and I had to handle it. Mm-hmm. Like it was brought to your attention. Okay, so what were they? Let's say one would be your classic, um, you know, frenzy situation, vampire uh-huh. frenzies, um, in um, you know, down near the pier, uh-huh. Santa Monica, and sort of runs amok. You know, down the pier with like blood all over his face and his eyes shining red, and 
you know, lunging at people and people having to like hurl themselves over the side of the pier to get out of the way. Did I see this firsthand or did I hear about it later? I think I think it's um, definitely something. These would both be things that you heard about. And then do I know who's connected to those things? Yes. Like I know who's friends with those kindred. Or yes, whatever. like the, the perpetrator is identified. So how would you handle that? Did the perpetrator survive? Yes. Where Where's their haven? Where Where are they located? Um, Do they go there a lot? So... I would question the people who know this kindred. Okay. Or the things that know this kindred, the other kindred, I guess. Okay. So I'd let's... be like, do you know this person? Where are they? I need to talk to them. So let's say that the friends of this person, of this kindred, uh, close ranks. And they, they don't want to give up any information, right? Because they know that... Who's the gonna... strongest among them? Just you, you identify the strongest among and them. I and I kill them. You kill them. Okay. Tell me where this fucker is. Right. Now. Okay. So I don't care that they saw me do this. And mm-hmm. yeah, is that a masquerade breach? Yes, it is. But I don't give a fuck. Well, would it be a masquerade breach? These are other kindred. You can't kill fellow kindred. It is. That's part of the traditions or whatever. Right. So, so you can't kill this. You can't kill the friends who are closing ranks. I'm going to. St- okay. So I stake the strongest one. Okay. Sure. And as I'm tying him up, uh-huh. or I'm having one of my ghouls tie him up, yeah. tell me where he is, or else I'm taking this guy elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Taking okay. him to the beach. So you... you know what that means. So so your response is to use physical threats and violence. Yes. Okay. All right. So that, that you know, is, is sufficient, and, <laughs> and you know, the location is, is so revealed. So I find this person, mm-hmm. this kindred. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are, who, what are they? like? It's just like some caitiff punk ass you know is it a male female male how long has he been a kindred less than a year all right so he's not much younger than me Mm-mm. so if i show up does he know who i am yeah so where are we uh i mean let's say that he had come to west la to hunt so where does he usually stay then uh let's say that his haven was um oh you're gonna make it Oh, are you gonna make it messy and make him one of the part of the Crip sons? Like, I don't know if it would be that far. See, I don't think Muhammad would allow that. Yeah, exactly. Like, stay the fuck out of West LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stay out of Riverdale. <laughs> um, no, I think he's just more from like the or Torrance. Um, yeah, I'll say Torrance. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know who's in charge there. Who's yeah. in charge of the Torrance Barony? Oh yeah, well we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get shit. to that in a second. Oh no. But or maybe it's somebody from even further away. Could be, yeah. But I know he's in Torrance. Mm-hmm. So I find him. You find him. Where is he? What? Why don't we just do the, the story game thing here where you describe everything, the whole detail. Give me this, Give me a story of how you okay. found I just, this guy. I want to be clear, though. Because yeah. sometimes when I've been talking a little bit more about uh, NPCs and stuff, yeah. you've gotten mm-hmm. a little territorial and you've been a little like snappish. <laughs> but I'm, but so I'm telling you right now. now you're telling me it's yes. okay to do it. But it gets me into like a it gets me into a flow, you know, and I don't want to disrupt that. It's fine if I'm giving you like the green light, and you can do whatever you want with it, honestly. But I, I appreciate that this isn't like a true story game, so this isn't like something that's actually set up mechanically where it's like, oh no, you know, you can just riff whatever you want, and then it's the MC's job to you mm-hmm. know fit that in. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Yeah, I just want to I want to be clear on the boundaries. All right. But I can riff on this. Please. please See, do. I'm not familiar with Torrance. Like, you don't have to be. Like, I don't this know is just, This is just a little caitiff. He's probably 
he's probably havening in a you know abandoned you know building somewhere like it's it, you know okay i feel like it's in like some industrial park but mm-hmm. i don't know if there's industrial parks in torrance okay. like start talking but i'll i'll, well, I'll no, correct I don't you want... well, okay so wherever we are yes there you go that works you're in like, an industrial part of town. Industrial part of town. There's a dumpster nearby. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's usually very busy from like seven to to six. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's pretty much all but abandoned at night. Mm-hmm. So this caitiff's like hanging around <laughs> with maybe like either like a ghoul, maybe he's ghouled somebody, mm-hmm. or like his his kind of like a somebody who's he's just hanging out with. Mm. And so I walk down this, like, it's like the, it's behind one of the warehouses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've been like hunting him, mm-hmm, tracking him. Mm-hmm. So I walk, I walk down the, the, behind the warehouse area. Mm-hmm. And he's there. Mm-hmm. Just talking and like smoking a cigarette or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Cause he's, he's still doing that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. out of habit. Yeah. And, uh, so I walk up. Does he, he hear me? I think he would. He would actually see you because uh-huh. you're wearing white, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to be stealthy. No, I got my sunglasses on. So he sees you. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he starts running. Are you serious? Yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh, so you know you did some something stupid. Mm-hmm. So I start running after him. Okay. Did you Did you end up getting celerity at any point? I have not bought any skill points yet. Okay, that's another thing we have or to do. Or bought any skill? Or I haven't bought up any of my skills. You haven't yet. spent any skill points yet. I haven't spent any skill points yet. All right. We'll get into that in a second. Well, um, if this is going to come down to rolls, then... No, we're not going to make rolls. This okay. is just narrative. So I run It's out... like a little mini prelude. Okay. okay. So you so... run after the guy. But, yeah, I mean, you got athletics, right? Handily, I, I catch up with you him. You probably spend a couple of blood points. Yeah, I tackle him. And you tackle him. Yeah. What do you do? I just bash his head against the cement. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. What are you, what, what are you doing in Santa Monica? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I just I heard there was good hunting down there. I, there was, man. I couldn't control. I was so hungry. It had been so long. I couldn't control myself. Is he crying? Yeah. My blood. Yeah. Tears are coming out. Uh-huh. And I just, I let him go. Really? No, no, no. I just, I let him. I'm still sitting on top of him. Okay. You know? And like... And like I ha- I'm like crouched on top of him, mm-hmm. and I'm like holding his shoulders, like pinning his shoulders to the to the pavement. Okay, you know, and I like forced him down, like yeah. hitting his head against the pavement. Yeah, and I and I like said, "What are you doing in Santa Monica?" And he's like, "Oh, good." Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, "You don't go over there." Okay. You're not allowed there, especially okay. if you're going to be losing control like that. Yeah. And then I look around. Mm-hmm. Is that ghoul still around? Yeah. They, they book it. No. What's the ghoul like? I'm thinking it's just some girl. Yeah. And what is she doing? Is she scared? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, look, you have a blood source right here. Mm-hmm. Just figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> All right. Where's your sire? Uh, I don't even know, man. I don't know where my sire is. Who was it? Do you know? It was just some, some guy jumped me. Some guy outside did, a concert. What did he look like? I didn't even get a good look. It was it was an alleyway. Is he telling the truth? I don't know. You don't have aspects, so. <laughs> so I'm gonna let's see. I'm 
So I'm going to just say, like, we've all been there. Just mm. learn to control it. Mm. And if you can't, stay the fuck out of West Los Angeles. Mm. Okay. So an I think act... I'll have my, mm. my glasses up on my head so you can mm-hmm. see my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how red they are. Like mm. they're glowing. Feral. Feral eyes. Yeah. 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 My teeth just look bigger and... I look more animal-like. Okay. My whiskers pop out. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I just like I I use him to push myself up <laughs> to the ground to standing to be standing again. Mm-hmm. And I just like stand there. I'm staring at him. Okay. Are we clear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shaking his head, you know, like very submissive. So then I come back to him though. I'm like burying my teeth again, and I'm like, yeah. "Who told you you could you could come up there?" It's just we're on the street. So I'm like, "Hmm." <laughs> Maybe been other things that have been happening that I don't know about. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. All right, fine. So off I go. Okay. I walk away. Alrighty. Um. So that was the first masquerade violation. And are there any are there any other kindred that you regularly like? What's your social life like these days? Are you are you apart um, from rants? Are you socializing with other kindred? I go to taste, you know, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but nobody really like like no one really talks to me. I don't mm. think what is going on with the yeah, music. Sorry, like <laughs> the obligatory pop song at the end of the uh, soundtrack. <laughs> All right, like random Sia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the closing credits music exactly um okay so so i think like i go to taste um you know i I always try to keep my eye out for rose and amethyst oh yeah how so i'm scared of them scared of them (laughs) (laughs) like they could they could you know control my mind Uh i like that um you know, I try to keep friendly and cordial with salvador and and Mm -hmm. his folks and uh, jesus Mm mm-hmm I hang out with Muhammad and his boys once in a while, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not a lot. Like that's the extent of my social. I go to Club Zombie, mm-hmm. you know, if I feel like kind of going and del- delving in that way. Okay, but I don't like. I don't know. I mean, I perform. Sure. Like course. in terms of a social life, do you mean like just hanging out with people or? Uh, mostly like yeah, like what what kind of kindred? Um, like who do you consider any other kindred in LA your friends? No, no. No, especially based on how they treated Karen. Mm-hmm. Someone would really have to prove themselves to me to be my friend. Mm-hmm. They'd have to come through for me like Arena, you know, like Arena kind of mm-hmm. has helped me. She's out. the closest to a friend. Right yes, now? she's the closest to a friend that I've that I've had. Mm. Um, <laughs> that is so sad. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> she is, and like I don't trust any of the kindred in LA because um, because of how Karen was treated. Yeah, and even though I know Karen was despicable. I just view that as a, a lesson that, like, I can't tr- trust no bitch. Mm. So I, I, I don't trust any of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm bound in some ways to Muhammad. Because mm-hmm. he's just like, I'll make your life a living hell if you don't agree to these terms. I'm like, I don't want my life to be a living hell. And I don't want, I can't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Where else am I going to go? Mm-hmm. So that's where it stands. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Six sad world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aaron's life is hard right now. Yeah. 
Okay. So it's almost like he thinks it'd be easier to just get hit the road and just fend for himself. Typical gangrel. Exactly, because like this is all this is a prison. Mm. You know? Existence is a prison. <laughs> Life is a curse. <laughs> all right. So um so I think probably it would be during one of those uh you know Maybe I'm driving back to West LA after confronting this uh Oh no no. Oh I was just gonna say it was it's during one of those times that you're hanging out a taste of LA. Oh and cordially chatting with Salvador mm-hmm. that he brings up um, the fact that you spared this this caitiff's life. And he says, you did not feel it was uh, necessary to call the blood hunt. That is one of the traditions. Mm. Whether we like it or not, we're a tribe. Mm. And to attack our own is to weaken ourselves against the bigger threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering if Salvador's like also noticing just different things that Aaron says that are like this is way more political or yeah, way, exactly. more, way more thoughtful <laughs> responses to things. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. saying like it weakens ourselves against the larger threat, which is, you know, mortals. Basically, kind of commandeering thing, or hunter. Oh, I'll say hunters. Mm-hmm. So I'm still thinking about my brand from Amy, mm-hmm. and wondering, like, I just kind of look at it from time to time, mm-hmm. and I see when it's glowing. Mm-hmm. I think, or no, only other people with aspects can see it glowing, correct? Auspex, or it glows constantly. It does glow constantly, but only only visible to uh, hunters and maybe people with aspects. I'm not sure about that. I think it was people with aspects. Okay. And definitely hunters. Yeah. Hunters can see it. Mm-hmm. So I think about the brand, like I can feel it. Mm-hmm. So like, and hunters. Mm-hmm. Like those are real dangers. Yeah. Enough for us to, to kind of, we, we shouldn't weaken ourselves by attacking our own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Salvador listens and, and he has a very approving look on his face. And, he's, and he says, that is good. This was a test of your leadership. The blood hunt is not called very often and only reserved for the worst offenders. So I am glad that you would exercise some discretion in this matter. So I'm feeling like, is he like... Are they like it's like all this paranoia? <laughs> like, because don't blood hunts happen for people who diabolize or kill their kindred? Diabolize? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, that would be the worst offenders part. Yes. When he so. says that, like, I'm yeah. wondering how he's looking at me. Uh um, I know, I know, we're trying to keep dice rolls out of it, but why don't you, why don't you make a dice roll? <laughs> why don't you go ahead? God damn it! Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and do a wits plus uh, empathy roll? Wits. He's a cagey, he is cagey little hamster, so he is a hamster. Uh, difficulty eight, I think. He's a guinea pig. Eight? Mm-hmm. Three successes. Okay, great. Yeah, there's really no sign of any kind of duplicity on his face. You know, his uh, his undead eye twinkles mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but mostly from approval rather than mischief. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll just sip my cup of blood. And finish it. Wait. No. ASMR. No. Ew. 
That's, just, that's like the only sound in the booth. <laughs> There's no music going no. on in the background. It's, it's, it's kind of like towards the end of the evening. The, the house band's done its last set. Nobody's yeah. playing the jukebox. You right, know. right. <laughs> no. uh, okay, so... So he says that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so anyway, Vinya and scene. All right. All right, so the other masquerade violation occurred... Let's say maybe just a couple months ago. So you know this one. I don't have to create. Or no, oh, you do know this one. Am I, I going to flesh it one. out? Am I, I going to embroider it a little bit? Uh, this one I have a pretty strong vision for. Oh, okay. okay. All right, let's go. All right. So, um, yeah, this one just occurred a couple months ago. You... So what, what month? It's still May, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is May. All right. So this was back in like March. Okay. And you had uh, you'd done a set at... Um, one of your regular venues on Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. one of the, you know, secondary clubs okay. along there, you know, and um, and so you were walking actually down Sunset with your band, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I don't know where where would you go? This, you know, where I'll hand it to you. Where would you go normally after a show? Well. I'm sure there's some bars that uh-huh. are not... Got some regular haunts. Yeah, they're not, like, great, mm-hmm. but they're enough that they would turn a blind eye mm. to weird shit. Okay. So, we've identified those bars. <laughs> Cut to you in a booth with your band as you're, like, opening your wrist and, like, dripping blood into their mouths like little baby birds. And the bartender's just like, eh, I've seen weirder. Eh, it's a living. It's a living. All right. All right. So you're walking down from the club to your yeah. uh, favorite bar, and um, there's a there's a guy on the street. He looks fairly disheveled, you know, mm-hmm. maybe homeless, you know, maybe not, mm-hmm. but definitely like his hair isn't groomed. It's very you know kind of greasy and okay. and fly away, and All right. he hasn't shaved in a few days, and. His shirt's kind of pitted out, you know, and he's a little crazy-eyed. And he's he's uh, handing out flyers, you know, very aggressively. And so he he uh, he shoves one into your hand, you know, without you know taking any any guff, you know. And 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 as he's doing so, as he's handing these flyers out, he's he's just saying like, "They're all among us. Open your eyes. Read up. Read the flyer. Send away for the newsletter. You'll find out." What you know. does it say? All right, so it's this, you know, mimeographed uh, uh-huh. flyer, uh-huh. and it's just it's just like crazy, you know, it's like wall oh. of crazy. It's it's all like typewritten and like very sloppy, uh, cut and paste job. Um, but it, you know, but like along the top, he wrote in you know in like thick uh, marker, you know, he wrote vampires, and then down the bottom, walk among us, you know, and then there's all this just information that he's you know, collated and put on this flyer and glancing over it. There's a lot of like wrong stuff on there, but it is also some stuff that's like, kind of like he's stumbled upon some truths like, you know, um, uh, vampires are, are puppet masters controlling the police and the city government. They're organized into clans. He even uses the term baronies at a certain point. What? You know, they're, they're vampiric barons who rule over their own personal fiefdoms uh, even here in Los Angeles, um, you know, and and uh, and so on and so forth. 
So I turn around. Mm-hmm. So I was like walking past him. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. Yeah. And I turn around and I look at him again. Yeah. So he's still just like aggressively, you know, handing these things out. Is there he's an, got a whole stack of them. Is there an alley nearby? Sure. All right. I'm going to push him into the alley. <laughs> just right there, huh? All right. So, hey, man, what the hell? Get your hands off me. <laughs> I'm an American citizen. You can't treat me this way. I'm going to bear my fangs at him. <gasps> oh! this poor man. <laughs> All right. So so he says, you can go ahead and kill me, but I got my I got the news out there, man. And like, <laughs> you know, for, for every one of me that you kill, there's going to be ten more to take my place. Eventually, we're going to take you guys out. Who gave you all this information? Hey, I just, I found it out. How? I used to be a reporter, okay? And and then I started uncovering the truth. But, you know, the station managers, they're all in your back pocket. I know how it goes. Station So you start, you, you're kind of looking at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you you see, like, through through this, you know, kind of mask uh-huh. of, you know, dishevelment. Yeah, and madness. And madness. Um it's like you kind of recognize, like, oh, yeah, I think he used to be on TV. Like, when I first moved here in 89, oh. you recognize him as a, you know, as a reporter. Oh. You know. Oh. Who, uh, like, for one of the main news channels? Yeah, like KABC. Yeah, okay. You know. All right. So, I'm like, look, man. Paul Carson. Paul Carson? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was a very specific name. Yes, well, this is Paul Carson reporting. Okay. Look, Paul. <laughs> so, so his eyes widened. Idectic, idectic memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I remember seeing you. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right about all of it. <laughs> what do you expect me to do with you? You said there's going to be more in your stead, so I should just let you stand on the sidewalk and just rant and rave. No one's going to believe you until you actually clean yourself up, start taking some pills to calm down. And figure out a way to present your case in an organized way. In the meantime, this is not a good look. So, like, I have him up against the wall. So Aaron coins the term not a good look. (laughs) Yeah. So I I have him pushed up against the wall. Yeah. When I say that, like, I lower him down. Okay. And I'm still, I have him pinned against the wall. Okay. I'm just staring at him. Yeah. So what do you expect me to do with you? This is my turf. Okay. So he he looks genuinely surprised. Yeah. And he said, you're not going to kill me? I shrug. Mm-hmm. Do you want to die? I'm prepared to. I knew when I took on this mission that it would probably end with my death. Are you friends with Leon Cutler? I know Leon. Yeah. How's he doing? He's an old friend of mine. So that's like totally mind blowing, you know. <laughs> See, this is the, like the Paco said, like yeah. these fucking mind games. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, I know Leon. I've been to his church. He's a Leon, friend of yours. Leon knows me. Does he know you're a vampire? Yes, he does. That was a lie. He does know. No, I know. It was a lie at one time. It was. Um, so he's, he's just like, they're everywhere. (laughs) I can't trust anybody. 
Oh, no, you can trust Leon. He's the real deal. But... He knows me. He knows I exist. He doesn't mess with me, which is exactly what you're doing to me right now by standing on this sidewalk and handing out your flyers. So, you should go elsewhere with this. If I see you on the sidewalk again, I will sure as shit kill you. Alright. So I let him go. Yeah. I'm going to take his little fucking flyers. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to rip them in half, like the stack. I'm going to rip yeah. the stack in yeah. half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris gonna, Evans style. Yeah, and I'm just going <laughs> to... Like your, it's not, like it's your not even, books. It's not even Captain America. You know how Chris Evans does it? Yeah. <laughs> you know how he does that in real life. And I'm going to rip him in half. <laughs> and I'm going to just throw him on the, the floor of the of the alley, mm-hmm. you know, on the, on the pavement, mm-hmm. cement or whatever. And am I clear? So he's already looking like he wants to get the hell out of there. Yeah, he's probably shitting his pants. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I will not, if I see you again, I don't want to see you again. So he, he just, all he can do is nod. And I'll just wait for him to walk away. Oh, he does. Yeah. He runs. Fast. Yeah. He should run. So I shake my head. Like, what the fuck? Then I head back out to the sidewalk. Do I see any direction where he, is he's just gone? Yeah. Disappeared okay. to the crowds. All right. And then my band, who I will flush out. Yes, yes. Um, is there waiting for me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Put your arms around their We're shoulders. We're heading back. To, no. Come on, guys. Let's go. We're heading back to Parrots. Parrots. I don't know. <laughs> That's a dumb name. <laughs> I love it. It's great, actually. So I'm picturing this, like, wannabe. Like, Jimmy te- Buffett Like, thing. yeah, Margaritaville. Kind yeah. Of, like, but, you know. Or, 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 or even, like, ooh, you know what it would be, though? In the early '90s, it's it's like an actual like tiki bar, like oh. from the '60s. Oh yeah, and it was it's called and it's called parrots. Yeah, and it's dance- but it's totally oh. like '60s, and and it's it's just super funky, degraded. There's yeah. a layer of just grime on everything. Like it's the kind of place you think like, oh, that place looks so fun, and then Colorful. you go in, and then it's like, Ugh, you know, yeah. like <laughs> the vinyl the vinyl on the booths is all cracking, and, cracked and gross. You know, the the laminate is all clouded. And uh, and yeah, all the all the decor has like dust and cobwebs Muted. on it. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So cool. Sounds good. So, do you have a good idea of what kind of a baron you are now, and what kind of a barony rule? Yeah, over? I mean, I usually just threaten people with physical violence. That's what it sounds like. But you're actually fairly merciful. I mean, Louis was much more cutthroat. Yeah, I mean, I'm Louis sure. would have killed both of those people. I know. Yeah. yeah. So. There's a part of me that knows that that's true. Yeah. My humanity is still at a point where mm. that's not, I can't do that, you mm. know? I mean, I just, there's no justifiable reason. Yeah. Actually, but... Louis would have killed the pamphleteer, mm-hmm. but he would have contacted the Baron of Torrance and been like, can you control have this guy yeah. either killed or exiled? Right. But yeah, control him and make sure he never comes to my territory again. Well, I'm, an, I'm, doing, I'm providing personal one-on-one. That's right. <laughs> You know, interaction here. So an interactive experience, as right. Noah Dudley would describe his interactive experiences, right? From handhelds to theme parks. <laughs> from from walking up and attacking a frenzy kid to, you know, messing with the mind of a addled former journalist. I should, uh, I should ask my dad if he knows who Noah Dudley is. <laughs> they both worked in theme parks. Oh, that's time. true. I don't know if their careers intersected or not. That's funny. Yeah. 
Alright, so, anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I am merciful, but only in just much, like, it's just, it's a lot to deal with a body. <laughs> That's true, too. You know, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> and I can't just, like, dump them in the ocean all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even really, I, I try to keep myself in check, but there's going to be times when I won't be able to control myself anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and I know it's just a matter of time. So that's why, like, the frenzy kid, it's like, well, you know, I've been in his shoes. I know what it's like. Well, there's that, too. And that it's, I'm, I'm one step away from frenzying at any given time. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I could frenzy whenever. That's true. So, yeah. As for the pamphleteer, it's like I've dealt with these mortals before. Reminds mm-hmm. me of Beth in, uh, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, like, then when I let him go, then I'm thinking, like, that whole night I'm thinking about Beth and my interaction with her. Yeah. And, like... How that went down and Karen killing her friend and mm-hmm. so damn it. A yeah. lot. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Five hours later. Yeah, exactly. All right. So um yeah, let me uh, Oh, I should have asked him if you knew Charlie Goodrich. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Oh well. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, well, we're, we return to uh, where we left off now. Oh, oh wait, no, we don't. Oh, because you got to spend your freaking XP. Okay, spend that XP. Spend, spend it up. up. Spend up that XP. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. So, so right. uh, um, obviously, buying up a dot in Dex would be a choice, but also buying a dot or more in Celerity. Yeah, yeah, I want, I want that. I want, I want that. that. Yeah. And that's in their other traits, right? So that would count as a, a new discipline. New dis- oh, but there's it's... not enough room for disciplines here, bro. All right. Well, obviously, you have to get back. you a more D not even looks. Not even on the back. I got to get you a four-pager then, obviously. Sorry. Sorry about it. Dude. Sorry, not sorry. You've been playing this character for how long? You're going to have to have a nice, big, luxurious character sheet. These two mm. pagers are just for, like, your one-shot characters and your con games, this you ain't know? No, this ain't no one-shot, baby. Nope. <laughs> I'll just never forget that one person on a podcast at one time who was saying you played so much vampire in college that eventually every single skill was maxed out to, like, five dots. Every single discipline was maxed out. It was like... I guess I'll take that fifth dot in computer science because that's the only place I have a dot left. <laughs> that's just weird. Isn't it? It's that's, like, that's just like, stop. What's the point? Just stop. Just stop. Like, Retire your character. Create a new character. Jesus. If you filled up your character sheet, that's a problem. Yeah, every single thing. Every single thing is filled in. It looked like some kid trying to break the curve on a Scantron test, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So this okay. is a discipline. And so it it's is... An, it's a other. It's, you know, you yeah. don't... It's a non-clan discipline. Right. Celerity. So that's going to cost... Uh... I guess seven? seven to buy a new one, right? Seven. Okay. I mean, it's current rating times seven. Current, Your current rating, rating is zero. zero. So it costs zero points. <laughs> oh, 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 you got me there. Oh, no. Okay, let's see here. New traits. Um, learning new traits is a little more difficult. Right. Um, learning an entirely new ability or discipline requires some tutoring and study in addition to the required experience point expenditure. Tutoring study. and study. So who would I study learn this from? Does Does uh, Muhammad have celerity? He wouldn't uh, want to teach might. me shit. He wouldn't want to teach me anything. Really? No, no shit. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Don't you think? Who would take me under their wing and give me some celerity training? I'm going to check one thing before we go any further with that question. Okay. 
which is, let's see, do you have the blood of somebody with celerity running through you? Uh-oh, even as we speak? Even as we speak. I don't know. The answer is no. <laughs> the answer coming up after the break. After the break. Um, where are your disciplines, sir? Uh-oh, who are you talking to? Paco. Paco? Mm-hmm. Medicine snake. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right, so, yes, actually, he did have celerity, so there you go. He did? Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. So I get to... I get celerity. You do. Um, He's like, why isn't this body moving as fast as it could move? Let me move it fast. Right. That's so cool. So what's what are two dots? So two dots would be fourteen points. I guess fourteen. Sure. Yeah. So I'd have three more to to put on stuff. Current rating times seven. See, that's something I do like about Chronicles of Darkness. Oh wait, it's it's new rating times whatever. That makes it easy. Right. So So this is actually going to be if I had seven, then it's. I'd have to spend 14 for two, or would I have to spend 21 for two? That's you wouldn't have to spend 21. For three? It would. I think it would be 14. For two? Yeah. I'd, well, okay, sell me on this. So what's one <laughs> level and what's two levels? Don't push it. Because uh, <laughs> oh, my decks can oh, always be Oh, the difference be between. Yeah, my okay. decks is, is, it's always the current rating times four, and I have three decks, and times four is 12. Okay. So it's both. Yeah, and yeah, I it's kind of they're they're very, very similar to each other. Discipline is seven. I could just buy one point of celerity and spend the rest on decks. I guess. Oh, okay, cool. But I want to know the difference between celerity. Wait, one could and you two. could you afford that? You said it was twelve to bump your decks up by one one dot. Oh no, I couldn't afford. Yeah, that. you're just a little short. I'd of have that. to wait. If you want to wait till the end of this, because you'll definitely have nineteen by that point. I mean, not to be too metagamey about it, but you know. Um, okay. Just sell me on what Celerity one is. Yeah, so Celerity is very simple. I mean, it's it's one of those ones that just adds to dice pools. So in this case, it adds to decks. Um, so it would add to my decks anyway. Yes. Each point of Celerity adds one die to every dexterity-related dice roll. Oh. In addition, the player can spend one blood point to take an extra ac- action up to the number of dots he has in Celerity at the beginning of the relevant turn. Ooh. This expenditure can go beyond normal generation maximum. Any dots used for extra actions, however, are no longer available for dexterity-related rolls during that turn. Um, so it's like you're either getting extra actions or you're boosting your dex pool. Um, so getting buying two points in celerity and, and upping my dex is overkill. Not at all. Dexterity. Dexterity. It's not overkill. I mean, you would just be super fast. Yeah, you you could go you could go toe to toe with an asamite at that point probably. Not necessarily win, but, you know, it would put you in their league. If it was Babette? It, it would just be like, it would be one of those bites, fights on True Blood where you're just like... Those are so... I'm sorry. Those were great. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> so silly. Yeah. Um, what about Babette? If, she, if he was up against Babette, the child assassin from 13 Candles. I don't know. You're the one with the stat block, so couldn't say. I could share that with you if you want. Oh, I don't know if she's I still might, in LA. I might have, have you do that at some point. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, okay, so one point is just, there's not different categories, it's just, oh, sorry, I'm slurring my words a little bit. It's not, 
it's not like there's different levels of dex- of celerity. Correct. There, if you buy yes. it points, and it gives you more to your decks. Right. Remember, there's three disciplines that work like that. It's yeah. celerity, uh, potence, Forti- fortitude. and fortitude. Yeah. So part of me wants to build up my my potence though, too, because yeah. potence, potence, pot- potence, potence. God damn it! I'm talking all bad. Potence is something that's, uh, you know, that just gives you more uh, gravitas to your libertas or what? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're thinking of presence. Potence boosts your strength. Celerity is dex. And then fortitude Fortitude is is, um, is stamina. Stamina. Mm -hmm. Oh, and and I should say, if, if and when you ever got celerity to six or above, that's when it kicks in like a normal discipline where each level is like a special ability. So like Celerity oh. 7 is called Flower of Death. Ooh, what's that? Like uh, that. In combat, speed kills. A proper application of Celerity in combat can turn even the meekest canine into a walking abattoir. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How much more... <laughs> walking wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> An armoire. <laughs> How much more deadly then is a vampire with the ability to utilize his preternatural speed to the utmost in combat? Flower of Death, I feel like I'm being sold on something. I know. Flower of Death allows a vampire to take his celerity and apply it in full to each hand-to-hand or melee attack he makes. Flower of Death costs four blood points, but the spectacular effect is well worth it. Once the power is in effect, the vampire's bonus dice for dexterity rolls get added to every dice pool for attack the character makes until the end of the scene. Further, even if the kindred uses some of the celerity dots for extra actions, the extra dice are still available. Damn. That's pretty wild. So you could take, you would be adding seven dice to your dex pool, plus you could take up to seven actions. That's if I were to buy it up to that point. Oh, yeah, which is insane. Impossible. Yeah, that, I mean, these are like elder. Okay, things, all right. But... Um... <laughs> Celerity A is called Zephyr. Zephyr. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I like that. Yes. It's very fancy. Uh-huh. All right. Um, well, hmm. I mean, I guess I'll buy one point of celerity. Okay, and then maybe buy up your decks at the uh, after the next XP seven. payout. Well, I have ten more points because I have seventeen total, so I have ten more points that I could spend on something. Something, or you Skills, could save it for higher or save decks. it. Um, what's the third thing in animalism? Mm. Excellent choice, ma'am. <laughs> Okay. Third thing for animalism. Yeah. Quell the beast. Oh, that's calming other people down, right? It's other kindred mm-hmm. down. Um, I thought I already had that. Wait, no. That's two, right? Let's see here. I thought that was animalism too. The vampire who develops his power may assert his will over a mortal, animal, right. or human subject, subduing the beast within them. This quenches all powerful, strong emotions, hope, fury, love, fear, within the target. The kindred must either touch the subject or stare into their eyes to channel his will effectively. Mortals who lack the fire of their inner beasts are quite tractable, reacting to even stressful situations with indifference. Even the most courageous or maddened mortal becomes apathetic and listless, while an especially sensitive individual may suffer from a phobic derangement while under the power's influence. Simishi um, hmm. call it cowing the beast since they force the mortal's weaker spirit to shrivel in fear be- before the kindred's own inner beast. Nosferatu refer to it as song of serenity since they soothe the subject's beast into a state of utter complacency, Ew. thus allowing them to feed freely. Ew. <laughs> don't don't worry about this. Just don't worry about this part. It's like the fucking phantom. Basically, 
Don't look at this. Angel of music. No, no, not that, uh, not that part. No, no, but he's he's quelling the beast. You oh, know, that's it's right, a song right. of serenity. You I know? see about music of the night. Oh, well, so that's that's a full on yeah. knocking over. Gangrel know the power as quell the beast and force the mortal spirit into a state of fear or apathy as befits the individual vampire's nature. Apathy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna save myself. I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing. Like what? What is that? So you were kind of using a non-disciplined version of Quell the Beast on the pamphleteer guy. I was. Mm-hmm. So I think I should do that. Yeah. It's my only. It's like my only shot at dominance, like <laughs> or dominate. True. You know. That's true, actually. So yeah. I think I can use it. Okay. So yeah. that's I'm a gonna plan. Do, that's a clan, clan discipline times five, times five, and I, my current rating is two, which means it's ten. Okay. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna use it. Alrighty. Yeah. So wait, I thought I already had that. I thought I had that. That's two or three. That's three. What's two? Two is beckoning. Beckoning, right? Beckoning. Uh, I'm sorry, I cannot talk. In which you, yeah, in which you go. The first one's feral. feral, Come to me. Feral whispers. Feral whispers. Yeah. Beckoning, and then quell. I could have sworn I had quell the beast already. I think we just talked about it, and it like Mm. in your mind, you're like, that would be mine. You've never used it, so uh, even if you had it, <laughs> hmm. I could have sort of written down somewhere. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, we've just talked about it, so I it became real. About it a lot for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Oh yeah, I wrote those down stupidly. Okay. All right, so <laughs> great, good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're great. We're 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 gate. Everything right now. Okay, so I I spent down all my points. Okay, and uh, that's where we are standing. Okay, great. So, <laughs> all right. So um, we started to get to severe up in here. Mm-hmm. Because I want to play. Now well, we're only two hours into the session, so. <laughs> I mean, technically, this is playing the game. Oh yeah. Well, we've established what you've been doing. Right. Yeah. And um, I think we've got a very good handle on your barony now. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so watch, like, my notes are, take the barony away from Aaron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 because then... All right, wait, let me get back over here. Okay. I'm moving on back. Okay. Slowly making my way back to Oh, my God. Microphone. Here she comes. I needed some she water. She was off mic. I needed some water. Off <laughs> mic, which does not mean... <laughs> Not being recorded, by the way. <laughs> off mic means... Off mic. Off mic. All right. Um, so I know what I will lose. Mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. semblance I have... Like, We've so, established so the like, stakes. How does Aaron feel about being a Baron? There's a certain level of power. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, at the same time, like it's a lot of like... Like I said, it's like a prison. Mm-hmm. So even if he were to lose it, there might be some libertas in. Um, you could just say free will. <laughs> there might be more libertas oh, available Jesus. if he were to lose it. Uh-huh. It's like, good. I don't want it. I never wanted it. And if there's a way for you to cut this off from Muhammad, like controlling me, mm. I'm fine with it. Mm. Fine. I'm going to go do, I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon. I don't know. I'll just do something. Actually, I'm going to go back to Kansas and talk to Mike again and be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You humiliated me. Mm-hmm. You need to accept me for who I am. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think there's a fantasy about that. Like wanting to. Probably um, fueled by your Paco side as mm-hmm. well. 
Exactly. We were yeah. just talking about family, family related, family. loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm your brother. Like, we're hermanos. So, like, act yep. like it. That's right. So, we'll see. We'll okay. See <laughs> yeah. That'll turn out well. Of all the... Oh, God. It's going to be a bullet in the head. And I'll still be alive. Yeah. I'll be like, you shot me in the head. It did nothing. <laughs> just standing there with a fucking bullet in my forehead. Like... <laughs> This did nothing, Mike. Like, <laughs> like the American werewolf in London just oh, showing up with yeah. his corpse. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> oh, that's my Would you just kill yourself already? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guilty conscience speaking. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. So, um... Are you ready? Are you ready to run this? I'm ready to run this. I'm ready to rumble. Whoa! Wait, uh, I was not talking about fighting. Okay. All right. Oh, yes. So we're we're bringing it back. We're fading back in on this meeting you're having. We're at the now, Beverly Hills Hotel. We're at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which uh, was a little bit off the cuff for me. So I personally, having never actually stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel, no, nor I. Shockingly, um, I just kind you mean of shockingly. I, well, you would think, right? That I, that's well, just the kind of lifestyle I you're lead. You're a jet setter. So. That's right. Yeah. Um. I was just kind of riffing really quick with with some quick Google image searches. Um, oh, is it completely wrong? <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit. So, and I should have known. I should have freaking known. It's a it's your classic SoCal uh, hotel. So, of course, they don't have penthouses. They have bungalows. Hell yeah! Right? Yeah. So, There's no penthouses. Right. So you're not you're not meeting in a penthouse. You're That's meeting right. a, you're meeting in a bungalow. Yeah. At the Beverly Hills Hotel. How much do those cost? Oh fuck, dude. Well, I guess if you have to ask. Exactly. So, um, capitalist bullshit. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> Spoken like a true anarch. <laughs> All yes, <right>. anarch. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I mean, there's the, the presidential bungalow. That's that sounds filthy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that sounds here's... like a move. <laughs> Like a sex move. <laughs> the presidential bungalow. There you go. Holy smokers. Yeah. It looks like a little like pool house. It's a grand piano. Yeah, it's basically a pool it house. Walls could talk. Look at that. Look at that bathroom. Bathrooms, that's the bathroom I want. Black marble. Hell yeah. With uh, aqua marine accents. Bathrooms of lavish luxury. Pa- backyard patio with an outdoor fireplace. Paradise. Taking sleep seriously. King size bed with, so um, what are those blinds called? Um, those are Venetian blinds? No. They... <laughs> Yeah, just some vertical. Ooh, look at those vertical blinds. No, we, the luxury. No, we talked about Venetian not being like vertical blinds. No, I know. I'm, uh, no, I, I was. I was. Duet. I was going even cheaper and saying that they, they'd be vertical blinds. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're that kind of like. Um, they're horizontal blinds. Tropical. Yeah, it's like a pool of, house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. How much does it cost though per night? Make make an inquiry. Yeah, bitch. You can't afford it. <laughs> you have to actually click on this and then talk to this motherfucker right here. Oh, and then, what's his name? No, uh, no, don't say Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks very suave and happy to serve. He does. It just says, contact our sweet specialist at, and it has a phone number. He looks very friendly. Yeah. Like he'd be down to help. Our experts are here to make your bespoke stay as comfortable as possible. Bespoke? Bespoke. Yep. The, the the stay that you're talking about? The stay itself is bespoke, yes. I can't. And then, of course, there's the iconic pool. Yeah. And the polo lounge. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but we're in a bungalow. Yeah. So it's at night. Yep. And we're we're here to t- meet with someone. 
Christopher yes. wants to start a music label. That's right. Indeed. So so there's this guy, you know, who introduced Sam Morningstar. Himself. Sam Morningstar. Very handsome man. Very I can't handsome tell if man. he's kindred. Nope. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. And, um... <laughs> and I'm I'm standing there, Turn and music. he's like holding a, a flute of champagne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's all like, "You're Aaron Evans, like." Yeah. So yeah, he's got this. He's got this voice like like velvet, uh, like, velvet like, like well-aged like navy, bourbon, navy blue velvet. That's right. Yes. And uh, and he says, "Well, I'm I'm very happy to finally meet you. Uh, why don't Why don't you have a seat?" Okay. So um. So I'm still kind of like. I'm a little scuffed up from the show, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And he says, I don't offer you some champagne, but I know you don't drink. I'm just looking at him. Okay. I'm being very cagey. Yeah. Because I like, I do trust Christopher, but then I'm very, <laughs> the fact that I can't get a read on him makes me nervous. Okay. Also, can we just take a moment to appreciate there's like a child involved in this, like the optics of this. It's <laughs> like, weird. Just some kid. And these two grown men mm-hmm. in a bungalow at the Beverly Hills. And Joaquin, Hills too. Hotel. Yes, of course. Yeah, Joaquin standing over near the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, so he says, um, no, oh, uh, question for you. What do you have out there circulating? I mean, have you done an EP? Uh, or is it just demo tapes currently? What do you think? Um, You've probably just... been able to book some studio time. I have my own little studio at the... That's true. You have your home studio. So I've done a lot of demos, done a lot of and demos. I've, I've floated those around a lot. Okay. So he reaches in his uh, breast pocket of his blazer, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, pulls out a, oh. you know. Rattling of a cassette. A rattling of a cassette. And, uh, and he says, I, this is my favorite tape of the year so far. And I'm like, it's May. So far. <laughs> I'm sure you'll do more to impress me. And he sets the tape down on the glass coffee table. What is which one is it? Just some of my songs, like yeah, I mean like demo tape number three, you know, mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he says, but I've been um, I've been listening to your stuff for a while now. That's good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, well, um, just wanted to have you come by and uh, talk a little bit, you know. What do you want to know? Are you interested in getting some recordings out there to the general public? Or is this just more of a hobby for you? It would be nice to, to, yeah, it would be nice to get some of it out there. So, like, so like it's kind of like he's, I think he's, I think Morningstar is manage, managing to kind of circumvent whatever suspicions I have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get me to talk about the creative process. Yeah. And I'm always trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, capture it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because as a human, that really drove me. Mm-hmm. So I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I, I would love that. Well, I'm going to start to get a little bit more animated, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Um, Christopher and I have been in talks for uh, some time now. Um, we're looking at uh, starting up. Or Chris. He called him Chris. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Chris and I have been uh, in talks. <laughs> you see Christopher's eye kind of twitch a little bit. You know? like, <laughs> we've been in talks for a little while now. And um, um, we're, we're, we're looking at starting up several, um, several ventures, uh, one of which is a music label. 
And uh, we're just looking for a, a slate of uh, talent to bring in for our initial wave of releases uh, across, you know, across a multitude of genres. Uh, we're not particular, uh, you know, in terms of one one over the other, you know. Who are you? Who are you also, you know, propositioning here? Well, you're the only one that we're talking to uh, who's working in what you might call the country music uh, genre. Um, we want someone who's a little edgy, a little um, confrontational, perhaps. A little but bit of zazz. A little bit of zazz. A little bit of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he says that? Zazz? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> you know, as... as, as like 10%. Yeah, as they, as they used to say, a little bit of the razzmatazz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we Garth, Garth Brooks is uh, all well and, and good these days, but... I could have sworn she barked. Yeah, but she's dead asleep. And her tongue's out like a bleppy blub. <laughs> she's so cute. But yeah, like a ghost It sounded like she was like, right yeah. She's all dreaming right, right now. Okay. okay. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Garth Brooks uh, thing is, is very hot right now, but so, that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a pop country crossover thing, you know. We want, uh, we want gritty, you know, and... That's, I think that, you know, he looks at Christopher and Christopher nods, you know, mm-hmm. as, as he's saying, like, I think that that could be the uh, defining element. Uh, our vision for the 90s is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is, is something, um, you know, something a bit more, ooh, like, you know, real and uh, uh, rough, rough around the edges, you yeah. know, not, not polished. You know, we've had enough of that. In the 80s, you know, it's time to leave that behind mm-hmm. um, and, and, and uh, really explore, you know, sort of a, a grungier side of things, if you will. <laughs> All right. And um, so we're, we're looking at signing some, uh, some talent out of Seattle. We're looking at um, bringing in uh, some, um, some, you know, underground um, rap artists, you know, and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, and you're just, you're just another part of that vision. Uh, that if you're amenable, we can talk more. Yeah, I'd like that. Great. Um, well, so what we're looking at here, and so he uh, he reaches uh, reaches down into a little you know valise that's next uh-huh. to the chair, you know, and uh, pulls out some papers uh-huh. and stuff, and spreads them out on the table in front of you. And so he starts going over it, and basically uh, he's just talking about uh, signing you for an initial. Um, EP plus two LP uh, contract, mm-hmm. um, you know, with a cut of the gross that mm-hmm. seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that would be. But, yeah. You know, sufficient advances, you know. I mean, you could roll. I mean, I don't know if you have any kind of finance skill. No. Yeah. You don't have accounting or anything? No. Okay. Is no. that a skill? Finance? Finance. Yeah, absolutely. Finance is uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so why don't we, okay, yeah, so the penalty for not, <laughs> the penalty dies for not having a skill and knowledge plus intelligence would reduce your pool to zero. Yeah. So, so I you're just like, yeah. Ah, yeah, like, cool. Yeah. Fine. So I guess the question is more like, do you think that you would be just like reaching for your pen or do you want to like take the papers home with you run them by a lawyer i think i'm gonna take the papers with me i think i do have access to a lawyer yeah i think so so yeah i'll take i'll take it under advisement and then i'll get back to you yeah oh actually yeah you do have access to a lawyer and then some because that would have been another thing that jeremy would have discussed with you oh 
which is basically anytime you need any anything uh, kind of on the legal side of things, mm-hmm. just give old Victor Gerard a call. That's right. So, Victor so, yeah. Gerard. But then I'm thinking, like, my agent, like, Celeste needs to know about this, too. Sure. You'd want to run it by Celeste, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Your manager. Yeah, I have a couple people to... Oh, yeah, manager. We have a couple... I have a couple people to run this by. Naturally, naturally. That's how these sorts of things go. Um, yeah, I just wanted you by to pique your interest. Obviously, everything we're discussing here... If we could keep it between ourselves for now, it would mm-hmm. be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, Morningstar Records would love to have you as a part of our initial slate of releases. Sure, yeah. Hopefully getting it out by holiday season this year, if that's something you think you can, Definitely. You can do. Definitely, yeah. Put in some studio time. Mm-hmm. You know, even just if it's just an EP or a single, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And we'll put the full force of our promotional budget behind you we'll get you out there we'll get you some billboards we'll get you some radio ads you know uh we have contacts at the local um country music radio stations yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) those ones yeah (laughs) we'll we'll get you on uh we'll get you on all the soft rock stations no uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know um just uh you know just put your full faith in uh morning star and um you know, we'll see where we can go with this. Sure, yeah. That sounds really great. I, I And I look at Christopher like, I appreciate the support. Gives you a magnanimous nod. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, Sam stands up, you know, and straightens his blazer, you know, sticks out a big meaty paw. Uh-huh. <laughs> Surprisingly hairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but he flashes you that a winning smile, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and he says, "Well, fantastic, Aaron. Uh, take all the time you need to think it over, and just give me a call uh, any time of the day or night." <laughs> yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll hopefully be able to move forward on this. Mm-hmm. Great. So you know, pats yeah. you on the arm. Yeah. You know, anything yeah, else you need before you hit the road? Uh, no, I'm I'm fine. Fantastic. Then Chris is going to hang out here with me, and we're going to talk a little bit. But um, okay. uh, just down at the front desk, uh, um, Chris has a uh, driver on call if you need a ride anywhere. So like a Christopher. And, and he just says, yes, no, no worries. All right. I guess I'll leave. I'll be in touch. Great. Wait, wait. How, like, how do I get in contact with with Sam? Is his, so, his so card you were, on you were the, handed pan- a folder. the packet? Okay, You're so. handed a folder and right on the front, paper clipped a, on, okay. is his card. Okay. All right, fine. And it's like this, um, you know, like the brightest white um, mm. cardstock. It's almost reflective, you know. And then it's got this uh, pearlescent um, emblazoning on it of a very stylized shining star, mm. you know. And then, and then in very elegant serif font, you know, it's, you know, Samuel Morningstar... Media promotions. Morningstar Productions. Yeah, Media Promotions, Morningstar Productions. And then it's got his phone number, his fax number, and uh and Pager then, number, I'm sure. Um No, it's just a phone number and a oh, fax right. number. Yeah. But uh and then the the um well no, it doesn't even have an address, just phone number and fax. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks for this. Mm-hmm. And I and I leave. Okay. Like Joaquin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave. All right. Go downstairs, get a car. Okay. I'm like, where do I go? Where um, do you go? It is the night. It's Friday night. 
-hmm. It is, uh, I think, I think that's what that is. I've scribbled all over this calendar. We'll just say it's Friday <laughs> night. Uh, uh, Friday the 24th. Okay, so I'm going to go... Oh, like Memorial Day weekend? Uh, must be. Yeah, actually it is. It's Memorial Day weekend. Okay, so I'm going to ask the driver to take me to... Um, just to the pier. Okay. I'll cool. let them know where I live. Mm-hmm. So then I'll walk back to my place. So paranoid. Oh, my God. Walk back to my place. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'll drop the paperwork off, and then I'm going to go to Club Zombie. Okay, cool. I don't know where my band is, but <laughs> Christopher said that they would be fine. Yes. Yes. All right. They don't live with me. Okay. But they just, they live nearby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're in constant, we're in contact, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like, they can call me for anything. You know? mm-hmm. Do you have like regular rehearsal nights? Yeah. That too. Friday would not be one of them. No. Yeah. It's usually a performance. Sure, sure. So. You'd be off tonight. Yeah. We'll probably rehearse on Sundays. Oh, yeah. Sundays and Wednesdays. Mm hmm. (laughs) All right, cool. So, Club Zombie. Yes. Change that music up, baby. Yes. (laughs) All right. Doing all right? Oh yeah, I'm Hanging good. In there? No, I'm I'm good, man. I just feel like we've barely gotten started. I know. Yeah. This will be a supersized episode, I guess. I, as usual. Yeah. I think we can stop calling them that. <laughs> They're just apps. They're just apps. <laughs> this is the default. Yeah. It's as it's you know it's as long as it takes to yeah. define a particular chapter. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So we've just picked up from where we left off. That's right. Um. Oh my goodness. What's going on? The dog is so cute. Mm-hmm. We went on like a three and a half mile walk. Hills. Yeah. Hills She's and nails. conked. And uh, she chased a bunch of dogs. Got a big workout. So Good. She's sleepy. Yeesh. I'm just looking for this one in particular. So I'm just going to be talking while I'm pulling okay. that up. All right. Um, so I, what's, I, your, what's your agenda going to Club Zombie? I just like to go to dance and to be around people who... Mostly dancing mm-hmm. and just seeing what's going on, like socially. Mm-hmm. So, like, I might not have a lot of like kindred friends, mm-hmm. but you know, I the mortals are kind of cool with me. It's easy to control them. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a facsimile of friendship mm-hmm. or kinship with them. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they're food. You know, so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like kind of like just feeling comfortable. Yeah. Where people are kind of admiring of me. Yeah. And I can easily just kind of move about and do what I want. Mm -hmm. Also, the um, sepulcher. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The sepulcher is still known as kind of like a mini hub haven for vampires. Um, You mean... um, Yeah, I'd I'd say so, yeah. Like, I've still said that's fine to maintain it in that way. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so there are bodyguards there, too. Yeah. So if people want to show up there and just hang, Mm -hmm. they can. Mm -hmm. But they better not, again, do anything really too untoward, which Mm -hmm. is rich, considering all the shit that I've done at Club Zombie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, what can I say? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Okie dokie. Oh, it's taking a while to get that playlist. Yeah, well, I'm trying to remember what the hell it's called. I'm oh, just going through just too many playlists. Going through my list here. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, okay. Brain just slipped into gear. 
Anyway. All right, so you're, you're basically just going to see what's to be seen. Right. Okay. Cool. And do you find that... Um, I mean, do you find that the Club Zombie is more your speed these days? Or is it... It's just a place to kind of just dance and, like, mm -hmm. enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's a place where it's, like, it's a total different scene from where I perform. Mm -hmm. It's, um... But people know me there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And so, like, yeah. The funny thing, though, is that the intro was that, that violin. Really? So it was, it was this great little... That's a real... Very well done. Thank you. Thank you. So... Yeah, so it's like, it's good for me. Yeah. Plus, it's just, yeah, okay. it's kind of a semi-safe space for me. Okay. All right. And Sepulchre is like still kind of a little mini hub, so I might pop my head in there mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. see if people are coming around. Yeah. There may be sure. people who come around and. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So I can hold court there in the in the most basic way. Yeah. But I'm not there consistently. Okay. People don't know when I'll show up. Yeah. But tonight I do. Okie dokie. Your thoughts? That sounds fine. Okay, so you enter on the catwalk, you know. It's in Friday white, in, in white. white. It's a Friday night. It's a holiday weekend, so of course the club is packed. Yeah. You know. Good. Yeah. Uh, Good. Yeah. There's just a ton of people. The dance floor is full. Nice. You know, Whoa. and, uh, <laughs> oh, what the hell? And, uh, <laughs> it's too loud for a club. <laughs> could you turn it down a little bit? <laughs> it's hard to hear. <laughs> kind of snowy. Oh, All right. God. So, <laughs> All right. So, um, very good. Um, well, why don't we get a uh, perception plus awareness? You know, the dead gypsies better not be coming around again. Oh, my goodness. I hope they're they're super dead. Right. <laughs> Where's this table? Something's transferred. Uh-oh. Under this table. This poor table. It's been through it. I just, I just repaired the scratch grenade put in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what is happening here. This mm, is very strange. That's weird. Okay, perception plus awareness. Awareness. Uh, that's five. Difficulty seven. Seven? Seven? Mm-hmm. Zero. I, I rolled three ones oh. and a three and a four. Oh, that's a botch. Oh, I botched? Yeah, oh, yeah, botch. I did botch. <laughs> Sweet. So I am, like, in the zone. Like, yeah. I want to feed maybe tonight. Oh, I want to take yeah. somebody home. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want to just get lost in sensation. And so mm. I'm focused on... You want to get lost in emotion. No, in sensation. Let me, let me just change up no, the music no, no, really no, quick no. here. No, no, Did somebody it's, say lost in emotion? It's not emotion. Because I, I can play that. <laughs> I do take requests. <laughs> I know you do. But only for that. Uh, no, it's sensation. Yeah. Uh, not emotion. The opposite of emotion. True hedonism. The, is what the you opposite want. is, yes, that. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm ready. I'm looking around. Okay. Like, who's catching my eye? <sighs> All right. But so, whatever it is, it's not supernatural. No, hell no. Yeah, no. It's the last thing on my mind. As far as you're concerned. Like, I'm the only supernatural being in this place. Exactly. It's just totally It's just trip. me. I'm so cool. Uh-huh. Everybody yeah. loves me. Yeah. Everybody loves and fears me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, so, hmm, let's see here. 
Oh, God. The question I have at this point is whether you're, like, getting fucking auto-successes on your hunts at this point. I so. am, yeah. We've already talked about that. But in Club Zombie... Yes. Is Club Zombie in, in your yes, domain? Yes. Is it? Yes. Absolutely. I don't know about that. I think it's in the Barony of the Angels. No. You've said it's Louis... We, there were plot points based on the fact that this was Because Louis owned it. It's not in his domain, though. He I purchased owned... it. Oh, so you own it. Yes. Oh, it's mine. Oh, okay. Well, the, see, just to clarify, that is different than being in your domain. Oh. Domain is a very specific term. And it's literally like, west this, on the map there, West Los Angeles. You know, that's your domain. Club Zombie is downtown LA, so that is not in oh. your domain, but you own it. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I I, bought, I purchased it. Oh, that's right. fine. That's fine. Because yeah. once he's gone, then I can purchase yeah, it. I absolutely. have the money for it. Yeah. It's just that it's it's both a specific term in terms of sorry um, yeah no 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 it's fine in terms of um, in terms of like in game you know yeah. like, like the way the other, the kindred would understand the term domain right, right but it's also a specific term game mechanically when it comes to things like bonuses to hunting and that kind of thing so yeah we've already talked about my bonuses for hunting yes yes we have so let's see here you're downtown six difficulty six normally now you have fame correct mm-hmm. and Fame of two? Three. Three. Oh, my. What is happening? Oh, now, it's getting, <laughs> Oops. Now, now it's getting a little sexy. Uh, <laughs> and then the herd background adds yeah. one die per dot mm-hmm. in the background. Okay. okay. Well, I... So, oh, me... so long as one's herd could conceivably be in the area. Definitely. I okay. think I have herd, like... I think I have... There's approximately 15 herd peeps. Right. I think there's some zombie club zombie regulars. Okay, are that... part of these hangers on that mm-hmm, you define mm-hmm. mostly. Okay. Yeah, they're those are hangers on. They're not fans of my music. <laughs> right. Okay, so right. Like you as the owner, you would have like your own corner booth area with and a the velvet rope. Too. Yeah, that too. But in terms of hunting, yeah. you would have your own sort of corner booth with a velvet rope, but you'd have your VIPs who kind of are allowed to filter in and out of mm-hmm. there at will, yeah. mm-hmm. even if you're not there. Right. So, so of course, you find a few of them there already. So, the minimum difficulty for hunting is always three. Okay. Then you're going to add one die per dot in herd. Okay. Okay. And then you're going to, of course, make your pool based off of how you're hunting, right? It's what usual. about fame? Fame has reduced your difficulty to the minimum of three. Okay. Okay. So, I have three for herd. Okay. And then how I'm hunting? Yeah. Um, I mean, charisma. Yeah. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four. And... Oop. Oh, there it is. Ah. Expression, maybe? Uh... <laughs> Sorry. That was you reaching for a dice. It was <laughs> not, not you disagreeing with my suggestion. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Now it's just me Disgusting. being old. Disgusting. Uh, three. Four expression. Difficulty three. Turn down slightly. <laughs> it is a club after all. We're not at per- we're not personally in a club. I, I want I want I want the illusion. You want to feel it all. I want to feel it all. All right, so God, I got to order a better copy of Three, six, nine, ten. So I'm rolling. I'm rolling ten. Yeah. Difficulty three. Uh huh. Let's do this. Go 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 go. Oh God, I'm not rolling well today. Really. <laughs> we were gonna laugh at me, and I'm like, I'm not rolling well. But I, I got six. eight successes. Uh, six. <laughs> hey, 
hey, fuck you. No! <laughs> Out of 10? 60%? That's not bad. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. Against difficulty 3, that is pretty sad. <laughs> um, so. I already mentioned that, so thanks for rubbing it in. Breathe in, breathe out. Mountain pose. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Uh, six, uh, I think the way we've done in the past is each success equals a blood point, right? Yeah, so okay. So you can take up to six blood points from various people okay. as you kneeble on them all night. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. But I have not noticed something. You have not something noticed. Something has slipped my attention. Something, yeah. You have not noticed something. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I feel like there's something I'm not noticing. <laughs> I feel like that a lot, actually. That's true. Welcome, welcome to daily experience. What am I missing? Interactive. Mm-hmm. You are there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh man. What? You gonna bring back those uh, werewolf girls? What are you doing? Oh, that would be fun. I'd love for them to crash. And raid this party. on the club zombie. Yeah. I don't think you want them crashing the party. No, I, no, I don't want them anywhere near me. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'd run the other way. Oh, fuck away. All right, so, hmm. I don't think he knows that they're werewolves. He just saw, like, a werewolf corpse at Karen's house. That's true, actually. So he doesn't yeah. know who that was. That's true. And the fact that she regenerated herself. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, I'm just, uh, I realized I didn't review something. You didn't prepare enough? Okay. I did not prepare enough. <laughs> I am a terrible storyteller. It's true. And the sooner you accept it, the sooner you can get better. How dare you? <laughs> You're an amazing storyteller. Well, thank you. Um, just checking a couple of things here. Let's see here. Yeah. Oh, I guess in the right. meantime, like, who's Aaron nibbling on? Well, mm-hmm. there's some Please. random goth girl with big <laughs> boobs. Oh, sure. There's uh, some random dude. Um... He seems into it. Hmm. Okay. Um, there's like a, some, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> so non-creative. Uh, skinny guy seems into it. Goth girl with big boobs. Um, what else is going on? <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. Well, okay. So you, you took six blood points. Uh-huh. So it would be anywhere from three to six people. Because you can take up to two. I know. I want so to all take... So all you need is a third person. You're good. I'm not going to take two from everybody. That's a lot. Okay. I'm just going to be a little... I'm going to just run around and nibble on various people who want to dance with me. Okay, sure. I can't picture or, who they look like. Are you dancing? Oh, you're, so you're out on the dance floor. There's times when I'm dancing. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. He likes to dance. Uh-huh. Okay. It's fun. Cool, cool, cool. So I let off some steam. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'm trying to bite you sometime. Yeah, but I'm no, being very right. uncreative while I'm doing it. God damn it. <laughs> All right, no, I was just checking something there. So, yep, that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, as the night goes on, though, you, you do you do have the feeling you are being watched. So this is a not, this would be more of a perception plus alertness role. Okay, all right. So there's some sexy music going on. I'm on the floor dancing with somebody. Oh, no, I'm thinking at this point with the sexy music playing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) I'm thinking at this point, I'm just setting the scene. Uh, That's what you do. That's what I do. (laughs) Unless I specifically say that you can set it. Right. (laughs) Unless I, you know, deign to allow you to set the scene yourself. Apparently. Anyway, uh, the sexy music's playing. So obviously I think you're back in your booth. 
Okay. Maybe having just finished a, one of these feedings. Okay. You know. I'm just watching everybody. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm feeling like I'm being watched. Exactly. Who's watching me? I have my sunglasses on. What's the difficulty? Oh, um, let me see here. Hold wow, on. I've been rolling so many twos and ones. Really? Yeah. Uh, difficulty. Let's say difficulty seven. Mm. Two. <laughs> okay. Good enough. Yeah. So yeah, so you've been getting this feeling all night. You got eyes on you. Mm-hmm. It's probably been like several hours at this point, you know. Yeah. And um, so I think like periodically you've been like whipping your head around, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little more paranoid. Yeah. Like when you're out on the dance floor, maybe at one point you felt like somebody was brushing up behind you, you know, but then when you turned around, there wasn't anybody there. Yeah. You know. So at Club Zombie, there's the, there's the street level entrance that, which is the catwalk, which then goes down and it's a subterranean, mm -hmm. you know, like they basically just took the, uh, the first floor off of, you know, a cellar, mm -hmm. you know, and that made that the dance floor, you know, and so... So the dance floor itself dominates the central area. There's a stage in one part, mm -hmm. you know, for the occasional live performances and whatnot. Uh, but for the most part, there's a, there's a bar down one end and then there's booths down the other. And then the entrance to the sepulcher is at the far side, you know, or far end. So you're in like the, the corner booth, which is also at the far end. So it's nearest the sepulcher entrance, you know. And, um, and there's the bar across the way and the bar is slightly elevated so that you can see the people who are sitting at it, uh, more or less over the heads of the mm -hmm. people on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those bars that's, uh, lit from underneath, mm -hmm. you know, with the frosted glass, you know, countertop. Mm -hmm. And so sitting at one of these, uh, stools on, at the bar is a woman mm -hmm. and She's uh, she's just kind of you know sitting with her back to the bar and her elbows propped up on it, and very casual, you know. And um, she's wearing um, like just a simple crop top, mm -hmm. short hair, mm -hmm. um, with a streak of red mm -hmm. dyed into the black mm -hmm. the black hair. Um, very striking looking, mm -hmm. like these uh, large dark hooded eyes and very plump lips mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. very sexy mm -hmm. you know high cheekbones um um pale of course mm -hmm. you know pale skin um and uh she's it's clearly one of those moments where it's like she was looking at you mm -hmm. but kind of trying not to be obvious about it, mm -hmm. but you just happen to look over and you lock eyes, mm -hmm. you know? So you're kind of just looking at each other, mm -hmm. you know? And then she very quickly looks away. Mm. So I'll walk up to her. All right. So you start cutting across the dance floor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Coming through. Just walk there. through. Okay. <laughs> People clear the path. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right. So uh, she, yeah, she holds her ground, you know, holds the pose, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, just watches you as you're coming across the floor. Mm-hmm. And then you go up the little short flight of stairs, mm-hmm. up onto the, the dais or whatever. Mm-hmm. Walk over to your stool. Mm-hmm. And she's so, just watching well, you. She's, she's watching. like tracking you the entire yeah. time. Okay. You know? So, and I'm near her. Yeah. So the stool's empty near her? Yeah. So I sit down. Uh-huh. And I turn to her and I just said, I thought I'd just give you a closer look. And so um, she... Uh, spins on the on the stool so that you know she mm-hmm. turns and props her arms up on the bar, mm-hmm. or par- props an arm up on the bar, and she's looking at you. And she says, "Well, what do you think?" For her, yeah. I said I was giving her a closer look of me. That was the implication. Oh, give give you a closer give look. Give her a closer look uh-huh. at me. Oh, okay. Is that not clear? To my my interpretation, ergo her interpretation, is that you were saying I would give you a closer look, meaning I was going to come over and look at you more closely. Oh no! So you can make of that what you will. Okay, okay. So right? like, so I just look at her and just say, "What are you doing here?" And she says, "Oh, well, I'm just passing through Los Angeles." So where are you from? Back east. Where? Um, the uh, Boston area. Why are you out here? Um, well, I, um, just a little sire trouble. Hmm. So I kind of grimace. Uh, I grimace. <laughs> thought, I thought some time on the West Coast might be, uh, might be okay. Plus, you know, you hear a lot about the Anarch States. So I'd check them out. What do you think? I like it so far. Hmm. What else have you heard about it? Well, I've heard that there's been a lot of um, interesting goings on recently. Like what? Oh, some barons going missing or turning up dead. Had some trouble with hunters out here, I hear. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So how's so I that get going? A little, I get a little self-conscious. Yeah. I'm like, can she see the mark? Yeah. So she says, how's that going? I haven't had a whiff of a hunter in a while, so. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Very good. What's your name? I'm Luca. No! <laughs> not listen to our chronicle 13 candles you may not understand why des is having this reaction okay sire trouble Hmm. so you've heard quite a i guess oh uh, yeah that's her <laughs> that's her so i say um so like you know um mm. So I'm just like looking at her. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I she definitely could see this shit. 
Um, what? She could definitely see my brand, I think. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Um, if she was focusing on it, I guess. Okay, so Aaron does not know that. So Aaron's just sizing her up. Mm-hmm. But he knows not to, like, assume that... Because, like, p- kindergarten, it's deceptive. You don't know how somebody is based on how they look. Mm-mm. They look one way, and they could be very powerful and or, or super weak. Yeah. So it's hard to know. Yeah. Um what you know what is in this package right <laughs> yeah so so she says i'm luca so i say i'm aaron evans oh i've heard of you how just here and there what have you heard well i've heard a few things like what um, you were a little wrapped up in all that hunter drama, weren't you? More than a little. Yeah. I was in the middle of it. Is it a tender subject? I don't want to, I don't want to prod. Do I look like I'm offended or oh, think no. that it's a sensitive topic? No, no. But I also have heard you're the Baron of West Los Angeles. I am. Yeah. So I don't want to offend either. That means nothing here. Oh. I guess they don't call it the Anarch Free States for nothing. No, they don't. Kind of just a figurehead title. I see. No real power? We all have power. Oh. And we can all wield it in the way that will benefit everybody. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I myself, you know, I, I try to keep a bit distant from all that Camarilla politics that goes on back east, you know. You sort of kind of have to toe the line, but... Um, I'd say at least half my friends are anarchs, so. My best friends are anarchs. That's right. (laughs) So, so are you here to kind of just spy? Just be honest. I'm not here as a spy, no. And, uh, I'm going to be moving on very shortly. But I'm glad I had a chance to meet you. I shrug and just kind of smile in a nice way. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, well, have fun, I guess, while you're here. Oh, I'll try. (laughs) So I walk away. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Okay. Head back to my booth. Yep. Somebody probably jumps on me. (laughs) 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 No, I mean like a mortal. Oh, yeah. Like, get over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Did I tell you about blah, blah? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, please do. Yeah. All right. So, um, God damn it. <laughs> so you actually, could fill, you could fill people in maybe a little bit. I well, mean, no, why don't you? She's your creation. Well, yeah. So Luca, it was one of what? I said she's your creation. Is she real? Weird science. Uh-huh. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, is <she's> real. <laughs> Luca is a Lasombra, um, a Lasombra kindred. She is from, she is from back East. She was part of a group um, of other Lasombra who were part of the Third Eye Sect. Or she was part of a chantry that was led by someone who was who had allegiance to the Third Eye Sect. So, I, when you say Lasombra, you mean Tremere? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Tremere. So much of my, I don't think about Tremere's. Oh my god. That's how little I think of them. Sorry, 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 everybody. Didn't Apologies. Come, didn't come here to be attacked. Like Rewind. This. Um, yeah, she's a Tremere. (laughs) 
She's a Tremere, part of a Shantry that, um, Shantry, mm-hmm. that, um, was led by someone who was, who had an allegiance to the Third Eye sect, which means it's a Tremere who worked to help Salubri out instead of killing them on the spot. So... But she was not. She was not aligned with that sect at all. And in fact, um, had differences with her, with the Shantry leader. Uh, um, Put it that way. Yeah, and was very bloodthirsty and was ready to kill Charlotte in a heartbeat. Um, was very ruthless. She's very ruthless. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she's, she's a bit of a piece of work. I forgot what her nature and, and demeanor are. Mm. I sent you that. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I've got all the information. No, it's it's on the wiki, so I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason to be no. coy about it. I mean, look. my she, pl- Her nature is architect. Her demeanor is autocrat. Yeah. So she has definite thoughts of how everything in its place. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's why I'm like. But I think, Aaron, those would be questions for any kindred he would meet. Yeah. Like, why are you here? What have you heard? Yeah. Don't fuck, don't fuck with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, just... See what Libertas can do for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I only know because it bugs me so much. <laughs> Aw. You're annoyed. Ugh. All right. So, <laughs> so I walk away, get jumped on by a mortal, and yes. kind of resume my, my hedonistic evening. That's right. Or I think I do. Yes, indeed. Well, in fact... Um... It's a three-day hedonistic weekend. Endless weekend. Endless weekend. <laughs> what, what? No, in fact, you're, you are pulled back into the booth by one of the... One of the people there, who uh, is very excited because she she says, uh, "Oh, oh, did you see this? Did you see today's uh, cover?" Of and what? so she hands you the you know new issue of what was it Details Magazine? Oh, Details! Yeah, I feel like I just I was just with I was Charlie. Look, I was looking at the calendar. I think it was the previous uh, week? previous. Well, it's, it, it was like almost a week ago. Okay. So yeah. Details. Okay, I so I look at reasonable. it. So I'm looking reasonable at reasonable turnaround time. Yeah. yeah. Well, barely. Barely. Yeah. So I look. Yeah. What is it? What does it say? Uh, so obviously you're not on the cover or anything. No. You know. No, 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 no. Uh, but you know, yeah, she flips to like page 65 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's... I think it'd be in the very front pages. Oh, the like, front page. That's true. Features. That's true. Yeah. Feature not a main story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, yeah, so it just it just says uh, the uh, the the headline is country dash his way. Ew, God damn it, Charlie! So yeah. so I'm, so I'm looking at this. It's one of my like standard like headshots, photo yeah. photo. Yeah, like, Celeste photo obviously shoots. provided yeah. a, a, you know the photo. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and, and it's just like written in that typically weird, um, you know. First person present tense, you know, like I am sitting in a diner in Santa Monica, California, waiting to meet with, uh, you know, oh Wade uh, Bell, uh, yeah, wait, waiting to meet with uh, Wade Bell, uh, up and coming star in L.A.'s, uh, you know, alt punk uh, mm-hmm. or alt punk, <laughs> <laughs> um, alt country uh, scene, you know, and then and then he kind of like gets into talking about you know that and what differentiates it from mainstream country, mm-hmm. and then. And then, uh, you know, and then he, he's describing you. And, you know, it's, it's pretty fair. It's even handy. You know, like, Wade finally enters, dressed all in white. Finally? Mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wade, Wade finally enters, fashionably late, uh, dressed head to toe in white, like a, mm. uh, like a good guy of, uh, you know, straight out of a John Wayne movie, <laughs> uh, and saunters over to the booth, you know, introducing himself. But you're not doing this in the Christian Slater voice. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> 
<laughs> is, is he, does he have the voiceover? Uh, maybe. You know, uh, introducing himself in the usual. <laughs> uh, you know, but no, introducing himself uh, with a with a winning, charismatic smile. Uh-huh. You know, um, that uh, that instantly disarms. You know, and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, and then and then and then he just kind of it's it's not like one of those uh, transcript type interviews. It's just I mean, he kind of summarizes like what you guys talk about in terms of your career goals and I'm uh, a quote here and there. And he, obviously, yeah, he's quoting you, but. Um, yeah, it's not like, you know, Wade, colon, blah, 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 no, blah, blah, no, no, you know, no. interviewer, yeah, colon, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, you know. Um, yeah, but it's it's about like a, you know, 800,000 word, you know, piece. So 800,000? No, no, 800 to 1,000 oh, words. I was like, what the It's 800,000 words. <laughs> it's a book. Yeah. <laughs> about you. You see this new Dostoevsky novel <laughs> that's written about you? <laughs> So, so eight to a hundred words. Eight to a thousand words. Eight hundred to a thousand oh, words. Oh my god. Okay, this is good. Do you need a popper or anything? Like I'm the... fine. I'm fine. <laughs> give you that authentic club experience and uh, <laughs> give your brain a boost. Freaking out. Okay, yes. so I'm reading it and I'm like, huh. Yeah. All right. And so I look at the person who gave it to me. Who is she? Uh, one of my regulars. Yeah, she's one of your herd. What does she look like? Oh, let's see here. Yeah, I, I love the I love the the Monster Hearts thing. I'm like, you tell me, but no, I'll be nice. Uh, <laughs> I think I think she, um, she has um, like short blonde hair, mm-hmm. not quite a pixie cut. Mm-hmm. Maybe a pixie cut has grown out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, you know, she's just wearing high waisted, mm-hmm. stonewashed jeans. Jeans to the uh, yeah. to the goth club. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like a black uh, black t shirt that's like kind of very tight, very mm-hmm. you know, like one size too small. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, and then the belt is like black leather with you know mm-hmm. chrome studs on it, and she's got silver. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be actual silver. No, but silver instead of chrome. Chrome is like yeah, like it'd be a silver edged okay yeah all right it'd be silver chrome finish okay that's what i call it all right sure yeah good <laughs> agree disagree okay doc martens yeah you know okay yeah all right so okay yeah all right so i'm like thanks for that that's cool i did that like a couple of weeks ago he said it was going to be put on the most recent thing i just totally forgot pretty exciting Aaron. yeah or do they know you as wade no, they know me as Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they know of your mm-hmm. stage name mm-hmm. and everything. All right. It's not like Superman or something. No. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Call me Wade. Wade in public, I told you. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, they know that's a stage name. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's well done. Okay, cool. But then I'm thinking about that stupid wink that he gave me. Mm. That's weird. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so other than that, I mean, you got your six blood points, you know. fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to head out. Okay. Head out. Head out. I'm going to go. Oh. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? I don't know. Um, What time is it? It's as late as you want it to be. You could have spent the whole night there if you wanted. I think I did, so I'm just heading back to my haven. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, then. um... (laughs) I feel a little boring right now 
I mean, that's just kind of what happens, right? This is this is the vampire lifestyle. And in fact, I was going to just fast forward things to the rant if you didn't have anything else no, going on. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel kind of sad, like, well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Hello. Hello. Hallelujah. Girl, hallelujah. Okay, find out what Christopher wants from me. Oh, right. Root out goals. Camarilla presence in LA. Ooh. Work with Manon, extricate from presence. So I'm going to call Manon when okay. I get back to my haven. Okay. All right, so you get back. <laughs> what? I'm so boring. Oh, story goals. Oh, Shit. yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Sorry, everybody. I'm really sorry. That's okay. I, you know, uh, honestly, I, I find that to be kind of a part of the vampire experience is sometimes you just get stuck in this loop of ennui and I think that's intentional honestly yeah. because it's like Ugh. it would be fucking boring it's just this like routine and yeah. it's like what's the point why am I even here what is the point of my continued existence yeah why don't I just die already why don't I just die already yeah, yeah. and there's probably vampires who try to like <laughs> you know greet the sun or whatever yeah. and then they chicken out because they fail their rope trick test <laughs> and they're like oh I suck <laughs> you know so yeah, no, I don't think it's a problem at all. Okay. All right. So when I get back, I'm going to call Manon, see if she's available. All right. So you walk in, and I'm serious about that Sims house, man. I want to be able to visualize uh, okay. it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll get on it. I all mean, right. I could work on it today, maybe. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're, uh, you, you, you have walked in, though, through your separate vampire entrance. The front door. <laughs> the front door. The front door that has, like, the Dracula, uh, you know. Um... Jovial, jovially, po, po, like, oh, God. This is hilarious. In a jovial manner, pointing yeah. to the door like, hey. <laughs> I was going to say Dracula welcome, Matt. <laughs> it's just a little thing. Yeah, it's a little rubber rubber mm-hmm. Dracula. Um, I cannot talk. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's not It's not like that's the whole uh, <laughs> essence of this experience. But oh, my God. Anyway. I'm just very tired. It's fine. All right. So uh, so you walk in the front entrance. I'm picturing until, until contradicted otherwise. Um... Probably like, you know, nice, super shiny tile floor. Hardwood. Hardwood, okay. What, what, okay. Oh, wait, no wood. Sorry. Oh, no? No, you're right. Tiles. Tile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tile floor, plaster walls. Mm-hmm. Maybe in that like orangey mustard, you know, sponge sponge treatment that was very common at the time no you're shaking your head no now. no all right what do you think no it's it's plain it's it's just white white, white plaster yeah okay um like a cream or like a warmer mm, white a warmer white okay um a fern maybe no no <laughs> i mean if derek wants to cultivate and maintain a fern that's fine mm-hmm. but yeah the walls are very you know like again there's some art i'll i'll i'll, I'll design something okay all right yeah so anyway but in Point some is, ways, it's very like aesthetic. Like there's yes. there's aesthetic. It's very. It's not. There's not a lot going oh. on in terms of color. Yeah, aesthetic. It's minimalist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. So there's a minimalist uh, <laughs> uh, hallway table mm-hmm. with a phone mm-hmm. that has you know your messages on it. Right. So it's blinking away. Oh, I'm gonna check. It makes a sound. That's the whole opposite. Yeah, your your uh, your vampire senses are so heightened. I can hear you the can blink hear of the, the light, light bulb <laughs> inside going on and off. I wish. So hit, okay, the, hit, hit the thing, and I mean, you know, you get Celeste. You get your usuals, yeah. So because like, oh, the details. Thing. Did you did you fax over the contract at uh-huh. all? Okay. 
So um, yes. Oh wait, no. You haven't had a chance no. yet. No, that's true. All right, so so Celeste, yeah, Celeste, Celeste on the horn, like, hey, <laughs> uh, it's Celeste. Um, the magazine's out. Looks pretty good. I'll send over some clippings and a couple copies. But yeah, good job. Um, let's talk on Monday. No shit. Uh, Wednesday. Let's talk on Wednesday. I'll okay. give you a call. All right. <laughs> that would be the day after the rant actually mm-hmm. and uh you know clicks off and you know that's like um you know friday 1 <laughs> p.m a.m you think she could call no because the magazine came out during the day a.m oh yeah thank you yes a.m i forgot she's a vampire yes yeah. <laughs> the little vampire thing mm-hmm. yes yes uh yeah one thirty two a.m um, and then second message comes up, you know, and it's, uh, oh, so it would have been, what is it? Uh, Saturday, one a.m. So the second message comes up, you know, Saturday, 2, 12 a.m. Uh, hey there, Wade. It's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie. It's, uh, Charlie. Um, yeah, just. Wondering if you saw the magazine. Um, wondering if uh, you saw the. Wow, that is weird. There's some type of weird paint Your, was on uh, here. Yeah. This oh. is paint. I don't know what this is. That's so weird. I don't know how paint got on the notebook. I don't know what's going on, but now it's transferring onto the table. How strange. Okay, it doesn't matter. Don't so worry just... about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll look into this. So Charlie's saying, yeah, yeah. So uh, well, I don't know if you got a chance to look at the uh, look at the magazine yet, but yeah, my article, my interview with you is in there. Um, love to talk some more with you. So Bye. stay in touch and uh, talk to you later. All right, bye. <laughs> That's the freakiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Does he leave a number? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Charlie called. Call back? Call back. Yeah. I'm picturing you have a little, like, uh, you know, spiral uh, <laughs> notebook next to the thing you're actually yeah, literally I'm writing. I'm writing that this down, down like, yeah. call him back. All right. Is there any other message? Uh, that is it. So I pick up the phone and I call Manon. Okay. Okay. So. It's late enough. I think it's three. Yeah. She's probably in her office. Okay. Yeah. Unless she's out feeding or doing whatever it is she does. <laughs> mm. Having another ritual of some type. I mean, it is a Friday night. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have her down as a contact or anything? I mean, do you What do you have, mean? Do you have any dots that would... Uh, what? She's she, like my she, girlfriend. Uh, what? <laughs> she's like my girlfriend. She is. Why would you do this to me? Contact? <laughs> yes, I have one. My contact is, is Celeste. Celeste, yeah, that's right. She's... Manon is my only friend, like a true friend. Oh, so like I resent the fact that you're like, do you have the points to talk to her? Like that's I'm already feeling unmoored. All right. I'm taking offense at this. I'm highly offended. All right. What was your what was your motivation for doing that? Okay. This is my this is my line. What are you thinking? thinking? Yeah. Is that if you have a dot for somebody, then that basically the way I view that is that you basically have access to them. You know, like if you were like, I'm gonna call Derek. Even though Derek lives with you, but you know what I mean. Like if you were somewhere else, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to call Derek. Right. Hey, Derek's going to pick up. 
you know, like there's going to be a reason that Derek is there and he's going to pick up. If you don't have a dot for something, then that, that changes things potentially, potentially, you know, because it's like you can't rely on that person. I get it. You know what I mean? Well, maybe that's true then. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, but I mean, it could just be an issue that, of the fact that, you know, she's just lives in another city. You know, it's not, it's not about your personal closeness to this person. It's just, you know, physical separation, right? And geographical separation mean that you don't really have a dot because you can't really call, you know, you could literally call her, but you can't really call on her, you know, like she's not, she's not like someone that you could tap and, you know, they'd be like showing up within an hour or whatever. You know what I mean? So having said all that, she picks up. I just, I mean, that's one of my story goals. So the fact that like, I don't have Mm -hmm. a discipline or whatever, or a trait or whatever connecting to her. Well, here's how, how's this, how's this for you? How's this strike you? Uh, if you can, if, you know, if at the end of the story, you feel like you have succeeded with that story goal, one of the rewards, one of the story rewards will be, you'll get a dot, Mm -hmm. you know, which will represent getting a little more closely bonded with her. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Cool. Anyway. We don't have a blood bond with her, I don't think. No, you don't have that. So, um, All right, cool. Yeah. So I call. She yeah, picks up. Picks up. So, um, you know. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's, you know, on here. It's Erin. Erin. How is it? How are you doing? Uh, uh, it's good to hear your voice. Good to hear you, too. Yeah. When was the last time you were out here? <laughs> uh, it was three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you said she comes out about monthly, right? Yeah. Are yeah. you going to come out again soon? Yeah, yeah. I've just got some stuff out here, but um, once I once I get done with that, you know, uh, I'm kind of working with uh, with Sands on some projects. So you're always doing that. Yeah. Well, it's a, kind of the same project, but it's a little little projects, little baby mm-hmm. projects under mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. you know, I know you've heard me complain about it before. So you didn't call me to hear me complain some more. What's going on? I've just been feeling strange. I'm just wondering if there's any way to, like, undo what I did uh, in Kansas. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um... Hmm. I just need your help. I know. I just feel like that's... That you could help me somehow. Yeah, that's some, um... That's some powerful stuff, you know, like, have you, um, have you talked to, uh, Professor, what, uh, Halbstrom? Not yet. He might be one to talk to. All right. Yeah. But I don't know if I have a contact for him. (laughs) Well, you told me you, uh, met with him before, right? I did. And he seemed nice? Well... Again, he thought I was like a harbinger of the apocalypse, so. I mean, besides that. Yeah, I mean, he's a pretty intense guy, but yeah, I've been meaning to pay him a visit. Yeah. All right, that's a good idea. Tell you what, I'm going to be out in about a week. In the meantime, why don't you go talk to him? Okay. If nothing comes up, I'll be thinking about it too. We'll see what we can do. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Take care of yourself, though. 
I will. Don't feel, don't let yourself get too caught up in this. I'll try. All right. I'll bring some of my pills with me, too. Maybe that'll help. Maybe. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> so she makes little kissy noises into the phone. Oh. <laughs> I kind of laugh. Yeah. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. Hmm. Helmstrom. 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 The Great Gregory. The Great Gregory. I'm going to call him up. I oh, just... you have his number? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So the Great Gregory picks up. It's, um, hi, Dr. Halbstrom. It's Aaron Evans. I can't remember. Did I give him an accent before? Yeah. He had like a slight, like, Dutch kind of thing going oh, okay. on. Okay. Whatever right. it is that, whatever. <laughs> Some Northern European thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aaron. I wasn't sure I'd ever hear from you again. Yeah. It's me. I. Uh... <laughs> it's me. <sighs> yeah, I have some things to talk with you about. Some stuff's happened. I don't know if you've heard any rumors or anything. I've heard a lot. Um, you want to come by tonight? It's getting kind of late. You can stay at my place. So I think I probably won't, but okay. <laughs> so <laughs> gross. <laughs> no, no, I'll just drive somewhere, pop in the ground, and pop back out. Oh, that I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust again. Trust no one. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll uh, I'll head out now. Great. See you soon. All right. So he's on Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna head or Mul- or I'm sorry, Coldwater Canyon. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he has one of those kind of Frank Lloyd Wright style. Mm-hmm houses yeah yeah so which is weird yeah for a kindred to have something like that it's all glass uh-huh and right. wood yeah yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull into the driveway all right what are you driving these days you still driving a jeep, in a jeep? Mm-hmm. yeah all right so the yeah the, the you know you have to pull off Coldwater canyon and drive up this long drive and you know there's a gate but it's open and mm-hmm. you know you're driving up amongst these uh trees mm-hmm. you know and uh, eucalyptus and elms and mm-hmm. oaks, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, when your your beams of your headlights play across mm-hmm. this uh, modernist sculpture of a house, mm-hmm. and you're up the stairs to the front porch, mm-hmm. and uh, you're still the camera. Still the camera, mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, you ring the bell. The door is answered by a um, whoever answered it last time. It's different this time, mm-hmm. and it's this like um, very short, um, like probably Thai mm-hmm. or Vietnamese guy, mm-hmm. you know, wearing like a butler's livery. Oh, you know, okay. So hi. So he just kind of nods and like. Gestures, you know, gestures you in. Yeah. All right, they come in. All right. Thank so, you. <laughs> Just awkward. Yeah. So the last time you met in this like kind of like recessed um, mm-hmm. living room area, right? But um, he, um, the butler or whoever this is, mm-hmm. yeah, leads you past that. It's mm-hmm. empty, mm-hmm. and uh, leads you down a, a hallway, and um, there's a uh, um, there's a uh, yeah. Okay. Um, leads you past like several doors, you know, and like um, finally the hallway uh, terminates in a uh, 
rather larger door, which he uh, opens and gestures for you to enter. All right, I go in. Thank you. So you walk into a room that is two stories high and lined with uh, bookshelves Mm. where there aren't like otherwise gigantic plate glass Mm -hmm. uh, windows. Nice. Um, And uh, in the center, there's a uh, large uh, cage, but like very fine. Mesh? Not mesh, but like just very fine fine bars Uh through the cage. You know, very. How big is it? Very elegant, spidery. Um, it's almost, it almost goes to the ceiling. I mean, it's like, what? Like 15 feet high, cylindrical, you know, with like kind of a domed top. And, uh, yeah, it just, it looks like something out of like an old Victorian zoo or something. It's you weird. know, very the finely. Metal, and the metal's dark or brass? Yeah, or... it's a uh, wrought iron. Huh. Very finely wrought, you know. And, uh, and there's like little, um, you know, crossbars and. Mm-hmm. You know, beams and stuff. And just, yeah, flapping around inside are bats. Oh. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, All right. Huh. Making little flappy noises. Yeah. So. All right. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, and then there's a couple armchairs, you know, um, in the, uh, you know, Danish modern mm-hmm. mode with a big like cantilevered uh lamp with a you know chrome uh (laughs) (laughs) um you know light fixture and uh and yeah professor gregory is um uh, over near one of these bookshelves uh placing a book back Mm -hmm. on the shelf as you walk in and uh and he says ah hello aaron hi have a seat sure yeah how have you been oh fine fine Mm-hmm. How have you been? Not too good. Yes. Not not doing too good. No, I wouldn't think so. Not not with everything you've been through. What have you heard? <laughs> My standard question for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's been a lot of rumors. Why don't you tell me what you've experienced? Probably better than sorting out the unreal from the real well um i was on the road for a while about a year and a half ago or mm-hmm. about a year ago i guess yeah a year and a half year and a half no starting a year and a half ago yeah yeah um so yeah um as you know karen was killed yes and i inherited her baron me mm-hmm but mostly through coercion. Mm-hmm. It's not like I wanted this position or anything. Oh, so you were coerced. Yeah. I see. Why? What have you heard? No, I hadn't heard anything. I just... When you said through coercion, I assumed that was you doing the coercing. Mm-mm. No. I see. Continue. So, um, but during my travels, I, uh, I lost some... I lost control. I see. And I diabolized a a pretty powerful kindred. It was unintentional. Hmm. I couldn't stop. I see. Go on. And so I feel like I'm not myself. He's uh he's looking at you very intently once mm. you say that. Oh god. <laughs> god damn it. Uh, da, 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 
Dang, oh my goodness. Why does he hate Diablerists? Oh, his hate Diablerist passion here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no! He is. So he understands. So you have to understand, like, your passions can get the better of you. Mm-hmm. And it just happened. Laurel Canyon. Laurel, Laurel Canyon. Canyon. Okay. Not Cold Water Canyon. Okay. Carry on. So that's all. I mean, yeah. and I just need some assistance. I, I don't feel like myself. At the same time, this might be just how I am now as a kindred. Is there any way to undo it? I can see the slight traces in your aura. I see the conflict raging within you. But I see something else. What is it? There's also a wraith that's fixed, like fixated on me. Oh yes, yes. Uh... I remember that. Um, Still happening, unfortunately. No, those are those. The good news is, I think it's easier for you to <laughs> work through this issue you're having from your diablery than it is to. Uh, well, anyway. So uh, no, no, but there's something else here. Uh, so he's like kind of <laughs> he he leans forward, the leather mm-hmm. of the chair creaking, you know. And he's kind of like putting his, his gnarled hands up in front of you and like running them uh-huh. around your head and in yeah. front of your face, <laughs> yeah. you know, and over your shoulders. He's not touching you. He's right. not touching you. Is he bothering you? He's not touching you. <laughs> I'm, no, not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> um, but he says, uh, he says, ah, there's something here. Hmm. You can't quite make it out going to have to give this some thought don't tell anybody I won't I mean I know it's obvious to some people oh it's very faint it's very faint if you hadn't told me I wouldn't have known what to look for I think you're okay for now certainly nobody's called you out on it not yet I don't I don't remember no I don't think so no No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say no yeah so I don't know. I just, this might be just who I am now, and I should just probably accept that. Oh, no, no. I don't think there's any reason for that sort of attitude. No reason to despair. Mm. But I'm going to see what I can, what I can uh, figure out. Okay. This is quite unlike anything I've seen before, but I suppose that shouldn't surprise you or me. True. Very well then, Mr. Evans. Uh, I do have some light proof accommodations on my premises. That's okay. I, I think I can find some place to go. Yes, I'm going to have to think about this quite a bit more. Well then, um, uh, if you must be going. Yes, I must. Okay then. All right. Thank you. Yes. So I leave. He looks very consternated. His brow is furrowed. Oh, God. All right. I, I'm just thinking, like, maybe this is how I am. Mm. He's. I don't want to get too hopeful. Right. Because I'm a monster. Mm. You know? Mm. There's no denying that. Yeah. 
So I'm going to head back. What time is it by that point? Like 4.30? Yeah. Shit. So I'm feeling more slow. Yeah. So I want to get out of the canyon at least. Okay. And find a park. Okay. And just park nearby and sink into the ground. Okay. Um, before you left, would you have faxed over the contract stuff to Celeste? Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're in Laurel Canyon. You could just, you know, pull up a little. No, no, I don't want to be in the canyon. Oh, you don't want to be in the canyon? No, okay. no. Yeah. All right. So you. I'm find feeling a... paranoid about like werewolves. Right. Right. So you find a city park. Mm-hmm. Park on the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walk into the park and just dissolve. Yeah. Some uh, some you know, teenagers who are out way too late, you know, see you from a couple hundred yards away, and then. They could have sworn that you just sank down into the ground. Yeah. But, you know, they've been smoking pot all night. So, <laughs> you know. Soaking some doobies. Maybe it was laced with something. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So. Fast forward. To... Fast forward to the rant. Yes. Okay. Let's do this. All right. So in the meantime, Celeste gets back to you and she says the contract looks really good. Actually, the terms are totally, mm-hmm. totally fair and reasonable. Oh, cool. The rant. The rant. <laughs> rant. 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 Let's do it. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Oh my God. So Celeste says uh, says that the contract looks good. Right. Right. Go forward uh, with it. Yep. So did you sign off on it? I did. So I contacted Morningstar. Mm-hmm. And uh, had the. A courier bring him the contract or whatever. Okay, cool. So those wheels are in motion. Cool. Yep. And uh, and yeah, so we're at the rant. So it is uh, the day after Memorial Day, mm-hmm. May twenty eighth. Moon is full. Moon is full. And um, you have arrived at the hangar mm-hmm. near LAX. Yep, a usual uniform. Do you have your ghouls with you? Coyote? No. Coyote's with me. Okay. Anybody else? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? What I'm are you, feeling what are you, anxious. What are you bringing to this rant? I'm, I'm hoping to see Arena here. Okay. I know I won't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering what's going to happen. Mm. It's a little thrilling, but it's terrifying too, because this is something that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. I just got to get out of this barony. Yeah. I gotta get out of this agreement. Um, but. You're just like this caged animal. I am. Yeah. And I'm feeling anxious, but I'm also kind of excited to see what happens to Louie, mm. but also scared, mm. you know? So yeah. it's a combination of feelings, but I'm okay. not letting it show on my face. Okay. All right. But I'm the tightrope tight rope walker right now. It's mm-hmm. my concept. That's true. I have the storm, so you can't tell. But I know shit's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, who's there? So yeah, everyone's kind of you know flowing towards the uh, the the main entrance, mm-hmm. and uh, you see a lot of familiar faces. You know, you see uh, Muhammad and his crew. How does he look? Is there a bag or a body bag next to him or something? Or? No. No. What? 
Well, That's weird. Yeah. He's uh, probably in the trunk or something. You see, uh, you see Salvador, his crew, um, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Of course. Does Jeremy have a crew? Or is he's he like himself. me, where he's like by himself yeah, mostly? Yeah. Or probably more alike than different. That's right. Um, and then you, uh, you know, Amethyst oh. is there with Rose. Are they looking at me? I'm not looking at them at all. They're not looking at you either. Yeah. No, they don't have anything to say to you. I have nothing to say to them. They tried to get me to kill Allison. I'm not going to do it. Allison's there. Yeah. <laughs> Is Tom around? No. <laughs> um, and then um, the uh, you asked earlier about the Baron of Torrance. Yeah. So. Uh, he's there. Okay. With who's he? He is a guy named David Gedold. What? Okay. How do you spell that last name? G E D U L D. Okay. And um, I've never seen him before. I think actually you have seen him at the ranch. Oh, I have. But only since only like since you became a baron, mm-hmm. you know. What does he look like? Um, he's a. He's very Caucasian, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's a, he's a apparently in his late twenties, mm-hmm. um, slightly, you know, kind of moderately good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, still wears his hair in a you know sort of a Don Draper style. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> is he wearing like a suit? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's always he's always very put together. Mm-hmm. He's a Ventru. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he just like uh, slicked back hair, mm-hmm. uh, a tailored suit. Yeah, um, but it looks like a, a mid century yes, suit. Yes, exactly. Mid twentieth century. Very Brooks Brothers. You yeah. Know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he's blonde. No, no, dark hair. Okay. Um. I mean, we could go full John Hamm. Sure, if yeah, to. if that's what he Why is. Why not? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's notable. You you you've heard some hot gauze, you oh, know, about what's him. Oh, the goss? Well, he's notable because he uh, he actually switched sides. He was he was originally a Camarilla, you know, loyalist. Oh. And actually came to L.A. in the '60s, kind of as a plant, as a mm. mole, mm. Um, but. By the time of the um, the attempted uh, Sabbath takeover in 1965, mm-hmm. he actually threw in with the Anarchs. And... So he's like he's like that weird guy at a punk show who like looks completely out of place, but all the <laughs> but all the punks like love him and accept him. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Yeah, that's about it. So anyway, hmm. that's that's the Baron of Torrance. Okay. Um, and as usual, he's uh, see, unlike you know, unlike Don Draper, he's actually fairly affable, mm-hmm. uh, and so he's he's there with you know a fairly large group of people, and yeah. you know he's flashing that that winning smile, yeah, you know, and and then people are coming over and oh hey hey how's yeah. it going you know mm-hmm. slap on the back that kind of thing mm-hmm. you know okay. So, um, yeah, anyway. 
gradually everyone filters inside. Okay. So. Do I see anybody else familiar? No. No, that's it. Okay. No sign of Luca. No sign of Luca. Okay. <laughs> so it's the usual, uh, usual deal inside. Is Celeste there? Um, she doesn't usually come to rants. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to see who who attends <clears throat> these things and who right. doesn't. There's mm-hmm. no arena. No arena. No. So this is like a weird accounting of like. Mm. It's the people who identify as anarchs, essentially. Oh. And then there's the people like Arena and Celeste who just like, are just kind of like, I just live here. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. Or I don't live here. Or I don't live here. I pass through. Mm-hmm. All right. So inside, it's the usual setup with the, <laughs> the microphone. Uh, with the microphone up on the stage. Up, like, who comes up first you know, to start talking? <laughs> this slight buzz in the monitor is telling you it's live, you know. So who goes up first? All the chairs arranged around, you know. And people kind of breaking off into their little clicks and, you know, sitting. So there have to be some superfluous <laughs> things because I love that. <laughs> Yeah, so the mic the mic is like just standing there for a good ten minutes or so. Yeah. And uh and then um yeah, this uh somebody starts walking up to the mic and you recognize him actually. Oh. It's that caitiff. Oh, that kid the frenzied. Okay. So he gets up to the mic I'm and watching him. <clears throat> uh, hey, everyone. Um, I just wanted to, uh, get up here and, you know, like apologize because I had a, I had something happen to me a few months ago on the pier in Santa Monica and. Is everyone looking at me when Santa Monica comes up? Yeah, a few, a few heads turn. Yeah. yeah. I'm just standing there. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I just want everyone to know that like something happened and, you know, it, I, I lost control and are people whispering or just listening? Like half the half the crowd is still talking. Just talking, yeah. 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 Okay. But anyway, I just really wanted to take this opportunity to publicly thank uh Aaron what? Evans for uh <laughs> you know, understanding. So thanks. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. And then he like gets down off the stage. So do, when people when they say when he says my name, do more people look at me? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, I'm just standing there. Yeah. Stoic. Ooh, with the coyote sitting next mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. My sunglasses are on. All right. All right. So a couple more minutes pass, you know, and <laughs> and then uh, uh, David Gettold actually oh. gets up there. Okay. And uh, he says, uh, well, that was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> happens, but he's, he's, happens to the best of us, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> is... Uh, He's kind of like doing this, you know. Like, is there a light? On? There, there, there is. There is a light. I mean, the stage is lit. Yeah. There's a, you know, a rig with uh-huh. some okay. stage lights. Uh-huh. But it's really like it's not like there's a spotlight or anything. But yeah. he's, he's kind of doing it for effect, like shielding yeah. his eyes uh-huh. as he's looking into the crowd. He's like, Steve Booth, Steve Booth, you here tonight? No, no. <gasps> All right. Well, that's too bad. Uh, oh my god. So you know, you know, I, you all know Steve. Steve's a great guy. Uh, some people go like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, some people are like, fuck yeah. Woo, Steve. I've never met him. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron's never met him. Aaron's never met him. You've heard of him, you know. Yeah. He's this, you know, he and his buddies surf the piers. I think I've, I think I've warned Derek. 
Okay. Like, there's, yeah. like, there's a group of kindred who yeah. do night surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out. Yeah, Just don't, watch out for don't them. go around. Yeah. Them. <laughs> but they're more like Huntington Beach, like. Yeah, yeah. What's so. your name? Orange County. Or... Who? Steve Long Booth? Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people are, yeah, woo! You know? <laughs> He's terrifying. Yeah. And so, and so Gettled says, uh, says, yeah, no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I just, I don't think he should be Baron of Long Beach. Oh, he's the Baron of Long Beach. Yeah. So that is kind of quiet. People are kind of quiet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, I think that, um, I think to be Baron of something, you have to kind of take a leadership position, you know? And so I was like, you would say that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, of his Camarilla. Yeah. And, ben, and being and ben true. true. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, I would. <laughs> I'd, you know, absolutely. But, you know, I think you can all agree that I do a pretty good job in Torrance. Torrance is a nice community. Does his group like go, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, damn right you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you know, he says, well, yeah. So, anyway, um, I just think everyone needs to... Think about that a little bit. You know, agree with me, disagree with me, what have you. But, um, you know, I just don't think to be barren means you get to surf all the time. That's all. Thanks. <laughs> it smiles. Yeah. So as he's, as he's getting down off the stage, uh-huh. uh, Amethyst actually comes over. Oh, no. And they shake hands. And then they're talking a little bit. Oh, no. Huh. He's nowhere near Anaheim, so. But Long Beach is butted up against Whittier. <sighs> and so as Aaron's like, this is ticking through his mind. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, Amethyst. And he's like, oh, I hate this shit. Like, I hate this. Yeah. So I'm going to walk up. So I'm going to, I'm Ooh. feeling like motivated because I oh. see that happen. Yeah. And I start ticking through like the political shit. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm going to step up. Okay. I'm going to take the mic. Yep. I'm going to put my glasses on top of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Hello. Uh, wait, what was the name of the caitiff kid? Oh, you didn't even say. Oh, yeah. I still don't even know who that is. Yeah. All right. Uh, if we're going to talk about baronies, we're going to talk about barons, being barons. What does a bar- being a baron mean to you? I just say, fuck this fucking system. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Okay. Fuck, yeah. fuck baronies. Woo! There shouldn't even be any. And I am a baron. And I look at Muhammad. And I look away. Fuck this structure. I'm not into it. I think it's pretty useless. Am I willing to keep people in check if they're coming into certain areas that I'm, quote, responsible for? Yes. And I look at that kid. Mm-hmm. But the structure... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but, but I think the system is ridiculous. It's oppressive, just as oppressive as all the stuff back East, whatever that is, as oppressive as even the stuff as close as Arizona, like they have barons there, Nevada, like it's ridiculous. How, how can we be true anarchs if we're upholding a structure that has this power structure in it? I don't understand it. I'm kind of dumb. So I don't think I'll ever understand it. That's all I have to say. So I put the mic back on the stand mm-hmm. and I walk back. 
Okay, so... Um, I have a feeling people would be, like, kind of mocking him, though, at times. <laughs> Sing us a song! <laughs> yeah. Not quite yet. Not no. Quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fully hate you yet. Yeah. But, yeah, no, a lot of the uh, younger, mm-hmm. you know, punkier anarchs, you know, are applauding that. <laughs> I'm picturing all these, like, other punkier anarchs coming into West Los Angeles. Like, yeah, we can be here. You might have just, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you might have just dropped the proverbial pebble. Yeah. It starts the landslide, who mm-hmm. knows. So, um, you know. Um, who, who, is there any notice, is there any ability to notice? much noticing going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, give me a perception plus alertness roll. Oh, and, no. and uh, Or actually, let's say perception plus empathy. Uh, Even better. better. And difficulty five. Okay. <laughs> Looking to see if any I had any little bonuses. Nope. Five. Oh my god. Oh wow. This is wild. Botch. Botch. Oh, I don't shit. notice shit. I have blinders on. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I'm just. I'm so not observant. Actually, you know. Oh, or reverse it. Yeah. Everyone's against me. Mm. Go for it. You're the storyteller. Yeah. No, that's a good suggestion, too. But I was going to say you botched it because as you're coming down off the stage, your focus is entirely, entirely drawn by one person who's standing all the way back at the back of the, the hangar, you know, back near the, the double door entrance. And it's Louis. Standing? Standing. Standing there? Standing there. <laughs> what? Wait, what? He's in a brand new suit. God damn it, Mohammed. God damn it. The jig is up. The gig is up. The jig is up. The up is jigged. I am fucked. <laughs> so I see him and mm-hmm. I'm like, holy fucking fuck. Like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Like, mm-hmm. is it real? Mm hmm. Maybe it's just a, a hallucination mm. or something. Yeah. What is, what's his expression? Um, he looks tense. Oh. All right. So yeah. I, I go back to where I was standing with Coyote. Mm-hmm. Which is not too far away from no, where Louis is. No, it's not. Yeah. So I'm kind of still staring at him. Does anyone else seem to notice? Um... No, because everyone was focused know, on me. Focused on you. But if people were to turn back to see where I go, ah! But at this point, Muhammad has already gotten up on the stage. Oh my god! So he says, uh, <clears throat> "He says, well, it's uh, a <laughs> little unexpected that my colleague Aaron <laughs> would have uh, gotten up and said a few of those well-considered words, <laughs> being Baron of West Los Angeles himself." Um, because I've brought a special guest tonight. I want us all to give a warm welcome to the old Baron of West Los Angeles. <laughs> Louis, why don't you come on up? And that everyone is, is just so like, nuts. like <gasps> third of the crowd jumps up, mm-hmm. turns around. Even Jeremy like kind of like cracks. Starts. There's a bit of a face crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like kind of leans forward his chair, looks around, you know, mm-hmm. Salvador looks shocked. You know, and Louis just kind of, and, there, and there's just like this, 
you know, Buzz. peas and carrots, mm-hmm. you know, style uh, murmuring going oh, on. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I can't believe it. It's Louie. Oh, my God. It's oh, Louie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was dead. Et cetera, mm-hmm, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so did I. So did we all. <laughs> so he walks up. Uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, everyone's just kind of looking at him. And uh, he joins Muhammad. And then, and so Jeremy gets up and he, and he, and he says, Muhammad, what is, what is the meaning of this? And Muhammad says, no, no, I've got the mic, Jeremy. So let me talk. And Jeremy's like, <laughs> check me. He got you me. Know, yeah. <laughs> Hoisted by my own pit hard. Uh, <laughs> so he sits down. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so Muhammad says, um, yeah. Well, we all thought Louis was dead, <laughs> or maybe hiding out down in San Diego. Para, <laughs> but uh, here he is. So I promised him he could say a few words. Oh, so Louis gets up on the mic and he says, uh, "Hello." Oh my God! It's true. I'm not dead. Not by a long shot. However, I recognize that by coming here, I've put myself at grave risk. Hmm. However, I felt it was important enough to clear my own name. So if you will indulge me for a few moments before you rip my head off, I would much appreciate it. All right. So everyone's like dead quiet, like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no none of the usual heckling. No, just like what are you gonna say? Although, yeah, like one of the one of the younger, you know, caitiff in the back is like, "Who's this fool?" And someone <laughs> was like, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh, begins to talk. Oh my god, <laughs> Louis Tale. Yes. So I was betrayed. I was betrayed by multiple factions. I was betrayed from within my own household. Oh. I was betrayed by those who promised me things that I should have been smart enough to understand were simply um, tricks and smoke and mirrors. Tara has gone over to the Camarilla. This you know. She promised me protection if I would back her play. However, she offered me none. Instead, she had a mole within my own household, Marielle. Marielle was the mole? She was working with Muhammad, though, I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like these things explode in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was because of that that I ended up with a stake through my heart. Tara thought she could use me as a bargaining chip, which is the only reason I am standing here before you today. However, thanks to Mohammed here, I what? Uh... <laughs> does he know that Tara? Does he know that Marielle is working with Mohammed? Wheels within wheels, uh... bitch. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks to Mohammed here, I um, I am not yet suffered the final death 
And um, <laughs> and then he looks directly at you. Oh, shit. And he says, Aaron, I wish to congratulate you. I wish to congratulate you on taking on my former responsibility. I understand it is not easy. I had many of the same feelings and doubts as you are grappling with now. And it is a balancing act to ensure... <laughs> the coyote's drinking water the coyote, in the coyote went over to the water dish. <laughs> the blood dish. Yep. It is a balancing act to ensure that you honor our commitment to the Anarch cause while also maintaining order. It is self-contradictory. And at that, he kind of looks at Jeremy, mm. and mm. Jeremy gives a reluctant nod, like, yeah. And Louis says, if I am no longer welcomed in the Anarch Free States, I shall leave. If you wish, Jeremy, to declare a blood hunt on me, then so be it. I betrayed your trust, and I understand that there may be consequences for that. However, Muhammad has offered me... What? Protection. Should I stay? Oh, no. So I just... So I wish for any of the rest of you here who may be contemplating, seeking your own petty vengeances, to do so openly. And at least do me the honor of having a chance to defend myself against your various daggers. That you are even now (laughs) sharpening. Daggers. That you are even now sharpening. And I think that is all I have to say, at least tonight. It's so laconic. Yeah. <laughs> and so Muhammad steps to the microphone and says, Louis is telling the truth. Um, he is going to be staying with me for a while. <laughs> Uncle Muhammad. Yes. Old, old Grandpa Muhammad is going to look after you. <laughs> Can I get to the stage? Sure. All right. Yeah. So you're approaching I'm... the stage. Uh-huh. So so everyone's kind of looking at you uh-huh. as you're walking up. Uh-huh. Like, oh, what's Aaron going to do? Yeah. So Muhammad looks down at you. And he says, Aaron, I assume you're okay with all of this. Yeah, I'm fine. I just have something to say. So Muhammad looks to Louis. Louis shrugs like, okay. So, I'm gonna, like, so Muhammad steps back. It's all yours. jump up on the stage. Okay. <laughs> I'm playing this. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm actually doing this. I'm just like mesmerized by you, and then I'm like, oh, and I want it's, all, it's my turn. Oh, so um, <laughs> so who did I say this to? Salvador. Huh. So earlier this month, or yeah, earlier this month, I was having a conversation. The only reason I'm up here is because Blood Hunt was mentioned, and I look at Salvador, mm-hmm. and I look back at the crowd, and I say. This is not, we are not our worst enemies. I mean, we can be, but there's way worse out there against us. Why spend time and energy on weakening ourselves in the face of real threats? Of real threats. And so I'll lift up my shirt. Woo! And I will show the brand. Oh, yeah. And... I will say, you all have read the stories, you've heard the gossip, you've created your own version of events. Mm. I lived it. This brand is an example of what can happen. This is who we need to worry about. 
and I think I might have just for effect. Mm. I might have a crumpled up flyer of mm. um, mm-hmm. from the mimeograph thing. Of course, it's, it's really old looking. It's probably you, went through the wash once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably stuck it in your back pocket and forgot mm-hmm. about it. Then earlier that night, you were like, like, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah." So I'll pull that out. I'm like, yeah. "This, this is something that was trying to be distributed on the streets where I dwell." Streets of my domain. This, yeah, the streets of my domain. My domain quotes. They're onto us. We shouldn't be wasting time with this ridiculous blood hunts, weakening it ourselves. We should be strengthening ourselves so that we are ready for these very real threats. Or else we're all going to end up on the headline of some fucking newspaper or some news report at 11 talking about some bizarre ritualistic murder. That happened. So I'll just put the mic back and I'll take the flyer and I'll just walk, jump off the stage and head toward Quite Coyote. All right. Um, since you're trying to get the crowd riled up, why don't we? Uh, charisma. Charisma plus uh, performance. Performance. Or, Wait, yeah. with performance. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I believe what I'm saying. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. So charisma is four. Performance is four. So that's eight. All right, these are a bunch of salty anarchs, so difficulty eight, I think. Yeah. They don't care. They're just like, whatever, man. <laughs> Seen it, been there, done it, been through worse. Yep. You're a baby. Two, you four, big six, baby. <laughs> difficulty eight? Yep. God damn. Oh, zero. All twos, threes, and sixes. All twos. One, two, three twos, three. Wait. Three twos, four threes, and one six. Wow. Holy fork. You didn't botch, so there's that. For once. Yeah. Oh my god. I never have good luck at these rants. No, you really don't. You're not the rant kind. Which is so strange. I don't find it strange at all. You're gangrel. You're not Ventru. You're not, but I have you my know. performance background. Yeah, but you're just not a natural leader. You're not like I'm you're a not visionary. a visionary. I'm telling what the vision is. You're, you, so you got I'm the Cassandra prof- complex. I'm prophet- uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing prophetic yeah. things like this is what will happen yeah. to you. Yeah, and they don't believe it because they, they it. haven't they haven't experienced it. Yeah. And, <gasps> and also, arguably, I think it's like you are a performer, but mm-hmm. it's like that's that's different because it's like in in the situation like this, you're being asked to communicate authenticity and i don't and you don't it comes off as a performance it comes off as if you were like doing saying lines act two scene five julius caesar or something you know like whatever that is i don't know well no it would it, i don't know if it'd be shakespearean but it comes off as disingenuous like yeah. like bitch people are suspicious yeah well i don't mean disingenuous i just mean maybe like <laughs> that was a mighty fine speech sir you know but like <laughs> like like being like uh well, how, yeah, I want to like, know how like you're you, you communicated. <laughs> you, you communicated a certain passion for it, but not in a way that actually swept people up in the moment and made them believe the same thing you believe. I can convince mortals of stuff, but yeah, I can't convince kindred exactly, of stuff. Exactly. <sighs> Damn it! I showed my abs and my chest. That should have been interesting enough. I think you like. Yeah, I think you pulled the whole shirt off. You know, like, <laughs> no, that just looks weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, that just looks awkward. <laughs> And then I have to put it back on. Like, you know, it's weird. Yeah, okay. It was just a, it was just a straight up like lift up. Uh-huh. You know. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Like, don't the abs have something to say? Yeah, so, you know, you're just kind of met with... um, Nothing. Oh, really? Perfunctory applause from some of the more polite people in the crowd. Oh, God. And, and uh, I'm just, I'm now I'm even more mad. But, but like, you know, the voices are coming up again as people are talking to each other and stuff. Am I hearing anything? Like, Not really. No, because they're not even talking about you. They're talking about other things. You know, it's just like, anyways. So, you know. So does somebody else come up to uh, yeah. start? Like, the, the subject changes. Subject changes, yeah. What, what, what is it? What is it? <laughs> uh, subject changes to um, the uh, ongoing issues... <laughs> Mm-hmm. With um, uh, just a taste of LA, um, somebody doesn't like the fact that um, that some mortals have been seen there recently. What? Yeah. Pourquoi? Pourquoi, indeed. Are people saying like why or no? Was that's what this person wants? They're to just know. like, why are there mortals there? Yeah, like who's inviting these people? Who's who's letting them in? Yeah, there's a you bouncer know, there. There's a bouncer, yeah going on with that what's up with that okay so on and so forth so what's louis and, and muhammad doing now uh so louis joined muhammad in his little area you see amethyst and david get older set, sitting together ta- ta- are the still chat. talking yeah i'm just i'm so disenchanted right now yeah like muhammad's just using him as a piece yeah he's another game piece yeah so i'm just gonna leave okay where are you going I will go to find where Christopher is. Okay. Do so, you have an idea of where that may be? I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to... He's like, oh, I haven't been at the murder house in forever. Yeah. So I'm like, but where is he? Where's Christopher? He didn't give me any contact info or Mm-mm. anything. Yeah. I think I'm just going to drive up and down Sunset. Okay. Maybe I'll get an idea of where he could possibly be. <laughs> All right, so you're cruising sunset on a Tuesday night. Which is making me think about my time with Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to... I see the the clown disco place, the circus disco Sorry, club. Clown disco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, circus disco. And I'm disco. just like... So I'm going to pull over. I'm going to pull into a drugstore parking lot. Okay. I'm going to find a payphone. Okay. Oh. And I'm going to call... I'm going to call the Evans house. Shit. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Well, that took a turn. Oh god. Uh. Okay. Cool. So. Um. So it's probably see. around well, like yeah. one a.m. But it's say, even yeah. it's even later. It's like two a or three a.m. out 3 there. Three a.m. Yeah. yeah. You're just calling them. Yeah. You're calling your your house, your parents' house. That's where Mike was staying, right? Yeah. As far as you know. All right, so uh, you dial the number, and it goes, bing, wing. this number is no longer in service. If you believe you have been connected in error, you know, the, the whole thing. I'm going to hang up on a redial. Bing, wing. I'm going to do it again. Bing, wing. So I hang up. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I think I'm holding the phone so long that it starts like. Yeah. I hang up. I hang up the phone. Okay. I'm just looking around. 
I'm fucking pissed. So many things have set me off. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm really angry right now. So I am going to... I want to just tear some shit up. Mm. Um, let's see. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just... It's This is really hard. Yeah. This is like... These are like harder problems yeah yeah for sure so um (laughs) you're almost nostalgic for the days when you were just constantly on the run for your life (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna start driving okay i'm gonna start going down that road that um i found the werewolves on oh shit yeah you're looking for trouble yeah damn i'm feeling very like reckless like self-destructive yeah i don't care Mm. people are like "Hmm, that's quite the pickle and then not helping me you know and i'm just like i'm over it yeah 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 so i'm just like the only time that i felt like i was doing anything was like when i was on the road and i just can't stand it i just feel so confined it's driving me crazy Mm. you know yeah and nobody understands me Whereas before, like, when I was, you know, it's not like people understood me a great deal before, but I was, I let it roll off my back. Yeah. This is, like, getting me pissed. Okay. Like, I'm feeling humiliated. Like, the fact that nobody responded, like, I put myself out there and, like, no one responded. I'm feeling angry. hmm So, it's like, I can't take it out of mortals. hmm <laughs> Like, they're useless. Like, they're food. Like, they're not, they don't understand. hmm I want to take it out on something that I can actually, it's actually can give me a fight. hmm mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So... Even if it's other kindred or yeah. anything. I okay. just want to fight with something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> fight. That's right. All right. So you are they driving... They the bear. They did. So you're driving up the San Diego freeway. <laughs> 405. Uh, into the Santa Monica Mountains. Is yeah. that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I want to just go out somewhere wild where everyone's like, don't go there. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck you. I'm going to go where the fuck I want. Or do you want to get on the one and head out towards Malibu? Um, no, I'm going to head, I mean, is there something in Malibu I should know about? That's just another area that you've been warned about. In Topanga Canyon? Yeah, Malibu and Topanga Canyon. Maybe I'll, I'll keep dry, I'll, I'll go up, I'll go up the one. Okay. Yeah, I almost said one. <laughs> I'll go up one. <laughs> because I've had to alter, modify my speech. Yes. People don't like the the in front of numbers, no. the 25. Nope, do not say that. Go north 25. I'm going north 25. 25 north. 25 north. Still doesn't feel right. Does not feel right. It feels bad. It feels bad inside. Okay, so I'm just driving. I'm driving with Coyote. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like Coyote, they're, Ranting not, to they're not listening to me. Yeah. Like my own little self rant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not fucking listening to me. Like, they don't know. They, don't, they didn't see what I saw. And I... They'll never understand. And they're all going to go down and... I don't, fuck them. I don't need them. I don't need them. They've done nothing to help me. They didn't help Karen. They're never going to help me. Why am I bothering? So I'm just like, driving, driving, driving. Yeah. And you know, you're under this full moon. Yeah. You know, so it's like the lights of the city, but also the moon reflecting oh, yeah. off the ocean. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and since you're in a Jeep, you know, mm-hmm. it's like this ocean air is like, mm-hmm. you know, Cascading whipping through. through. Yep. Okay, so, and it's late at night, so, uh-huh. you know, there's only a few other cars out on the road. 
And, uh, and yeah, you know, you drive past Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And um, further up, the up, coast up. begins to arc, mm-hmm. you know, going from a northwesterly direction to a straight west, mm-hmm. you know. And um, let me get a. Uh, I get a perception plus awareness roll. Oh my god! I've this has been such a bad. Yeah. Perception plus awareness. Difficulty six. Difficulty six. I have been rolling poorly. I it's very bad. Oh my god! Oh shit! No, that's that's a botch. Wow! I can't tell how many botches I've That's got. insane. What are you doing? <laughs> Alright, I yelled at them. They'll understand. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I botched. I'm so rage-filled. Yeah. I can't yeah. focus on anything else. No. I don't notice anything no, else. No, you really don't. I'm just seeing red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, why don't we, uh, why don't we get a frenzy check here? Okay, what, what do I do? Well, um... Self-control? Oh, yeah, it's self-control. I'm just trying to set the difficulty. Um, I have two dice. Great, great. Good. Fantastic. Wonderful. Um, it's going well. It's going well. Yeah, well, I'd say this would rise to the level of being harassed, right? It's kind of like... Mm, what's, a, what's a level after harassment? Physical provocation. Oh, no, no, just yeah, harassment. harassment. Yeah, I feel harassed for yeah. sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's only difficulty four. So let's see. See if you can break those chains. <laughs> Breaking the chains that bind you. One ten and one three. Oh, thank God. All right. I make one self-control roll. Woo! I make it with a one. Praise Jesus. That's right. All right. It was an Easter miracle. All right. <laughs> so um, good. So you managed to keep a lid on it, but you can feel that beast. You can feel the beast just kind of mm, scratching at, at the door. Yeah. Like a like a naughty kitty trying to get in. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the beast is a naughty kitty. You know, the beast always wants to be let out and then immediately wants to be let <laughs> out. Of course in it again. does. Ass. Yeah. So um, but yeah, you manage to keep a lid on it. I'm just like gripping the steering wheel. Yeah. So you ride you drive out to Malibu and soon you're driving through Malibu. And um Yeah, it's late, so it's like, you know, Nobody's really around. I'll get out of the Jeep. I'm going to pull up to a mm. like a place along the coast. Yeah. The beach. Yeah. Just get out. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the water. Yeah. So the waves are crashing in. I'm just sitting on my Jeep. Yeah. Very pensive. Being emo. Scene. Just like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so as much as you want to find something to destroy, it's like nothing is nothing is God there. Yeah. Which makes it even worse. It is. Yeah. Don't even have something that you can just mindlessly tear into. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna head back to Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Maybe Derek can distract me. Derek, do a get drunk and uh, do a dance for me. He does sometimes. Yes. All right. So, um, so you get home mm-hmm. and there's a blinking light on your message machine. I check it. 
Aaron, it's Professor Halbstrom. Halberstrom. <laughs> I have trouble remembering my own name. No. How am I expecting him to help me? Yes. No, it's, uh, Professor ha Haverson. Um, I think I might have had a breakthrough on the issues we discussed. Give me a call. I'm just going to go to him. Okay. Is Derek there? Uh, he's sleeping. Damn it. Yeah. So he has a solution. He had a brainwave. A brainwave. Oh, okay. Heading to Laurel Canyon now. Okay. So this time when your headlights flash across the frontage of this house, you see Professor Gregory out on the front porch. There's a couple deck chairs, and he's sitting in one. And you can see his face illuminated by the glow of the embers from this uh, meerschaum pipe that he's <laughs> puffing away on. Wow, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to so, walk up. Mm -hmm. I'm be like, you weren't at the rant tonight. No, I never go to those things. Yeah, it's fucking useless. Well, I wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> what? So I tell him what happened. Yeah. And I tell him what I said. Okay, so he's he listens very intently. Fascinating, fascinating. Yeah, they don't want to listen to me. Everything I say is just useless, as I mentioned. Let me ask you a question, Aaron. What? Your sire, Karenatos, your grandsire, Brunhilda. I grit my teeth. The Brunhilda, yeah. According to <laughs> website, website, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but Brunhilda, so I'm like, yeah, Brunhilda. According to my genealogical research, you <laughs> should be eighth generation. Um, You're actually seventh, yeah, now, right? Yes. Yeah. You should be eighth generation. And if you diabolized who I think you did, based on your descriptions. A name? I gave him the name. And the name. Then you, that would have raised your generation or lowered it whatever i can never remember i know it's hard but lowered it yeah it's counterintuitive you have a low generation which means that's very low numbers that's right yeah you would have lowered your generation by a further step tell me have you experienced missing time at all recently have you found yourself places that you can't remember how you got there? We haven't said it, but sure. Yeah, like for all intents and purposes, can I say yes? Well, you have. When? <laughs> I had missing time. <laughs> Me personally. Twice. When? When you were inside Mohammed's limo and you weren't sure how you got there. When was that? And when... <laughs> Oh my God. And Amethyst. Yes. I, I what was Muhammad's limo? I think it was when you got back into town one time. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh wait, no, no, I don't remember that at all. Okay, maybe I'm misremembering. Possibly. It was with Muhammad though. It was with Marielle, and it was with. That's right. Yes. But that was before I diabolized. True. So I'm like, I've had missing time before, but it's only when I've interacted with certain kindred who I am quite sure. We're doing some type of mind control or woo woo, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you give him the full details? Yeah. Okay. 
So he listens intently. And, hmm. The thing is that mind control powers only work under certain circumstances. And one of the determining factors is generation. If you are of a lower generation, you should not be susceptible to those of a higher generation. Something is going on that is allowing these kindred to manipulate you. It is bypassing the usual laws of the blood. That's not good. Uh, no, quite. <laughs> Puffing on that <laughs> pipe. It's been a hundred. It's been uh, two hundred and fifty years, and I still haven't been able to shake the habit. <laughs> <sighs> I think you are being controlled by blood magic, but, but it's a type I've never seen before. And we'll end it off there. <laughs> I have questions. Of course you do. I have questions. I was, this happened to me before I ate anybody's blood powder. Well... I mean, that could have just been because, you know, that wasn't violating any any uh, restrictions. Hmm. We'll just say that Amethyst is quite a lower or quite a higher generation right, than you. Right. And so by all rights, she should not have been able to dominate you. Hmm. Okay, so. That's weird. You get a character point for completing the chapter. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you. What did you learn? Oh, I learned that, like, I'm not an effective person in this culture. Like, mm. like I'm used to, I was used to being, like, catered to oh. in my previous human mortal life. Ah. And now I'm finding that my what I do isn't effective here. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that, that, you know, Muhammad, again, is, like has all these pieces and I don't want to be one of his pieces anymore. Mm. I know he's pissed at me cause I thwarted some other thing with the hit on Salvador, <laughs> but I'm, I think I fucking paid for it by now. <laughs> Do you really think that's why he's yes. doing what he's doing? Yes. Right. I'm convinced. Uh -huh. Um, I learned that my family is completely cut off at this point, but Oh bitch, I'm visiting them. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right. That's what I learned. All right, well, because... Oh, so take a point for that. Oh, thank you. And then, because I think I really like the way that, you know, things have been sort of just reinforcing this gangrel existence. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, I love it. I'm I not pushing great. it. It's just these are the things that are coming up when I think about stuff. I'm like, yeah. why would I want to do that? Or so, I need to do this now. So, yeah, I think definitely I'm going to give you one point for role-playing, but I'm also going to give you an additional point just because yeah. you're channeling gangrel so well whether you intend to or not and an unintentional role-playing 
you gotta, you gotta get an extra that's point. That's rude. <laughs> I'm just intuiting what what feels right for the character. That's exactly what I meant. It's like whether it's a whether it's a conscious thing. It's not conscious. That's all I meant. I'm it's trying like, to channel this character. Exactly. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what, what are you playing? I'm accidentally playing a gang. Girl. That's that's what I'm just like. But yeah. it's intentional because it I intend to play it, it correctly. Is. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. All right. But, Nonetheless, yeah. not a conscious process. All right. Which is all the more I'm letting it admirable. spill out. Exactly. Which I enjoy. Me too. All right. What else? That's, That's it. it. That's four oh. points. Oh, so does that give you any more no. room to weagle? No. No, okay. No, I need to I need to build up a little bit more. All right. But okay. Yeah. Oh. That was tough at times. It's been tough. And yeah. all the botches were really a buzzkill. Yeah. But that's fine. So remind me of your goals for this uh, okay. story. Okay, so the goals, we should have reviewed that at the beginning. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, find out what Christopher wants from me. Okay. Well, which, you're, um, you're working towards that, yeah. I think. Uh, root out Camarilla presence in LA. That's a, so that's a big one. Anything that's a whiff of Camarilla, a whiff. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Okay. And then work with Manon to extricate from Paco's presence. Okay. To extricate myself. Which you are working on. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I feel like I am going toward those goals. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we'll get there. Yes. I'm just going to take a lot. Of... Are you hissing like a snake? <laughs> what? No. What? You're hissing. No. I didn't, <laughs> didn't notice that. We'll see what happens. I don't know. This is tough. This is a tough session. It was. For some reason. It was just the botches, I guess, like I said. Yeah, it was dice rolls, man. It was, it was brutal. Intense. Brutal. <laughs> anyway. All right. But I am looking forward to next time. Yeah. So we'll Until see next time. Yeah. All right.